It's the KaiCast episode 37. How's everybody doing tonight? Having a great time. Have an awesome fucking show for you guys as usual. We're going to talk about some shoe on head tonight. You guys know who shoe on head is? Apparently we have internet beef. Beef. I ain't got a fucking beef. I'm a vegetarian. But anyway, we're going to talk about that shit. How are you guys doing? I love you guys. Thank you for fucking tuning in. Looks like we got a lot of people tuning in tonight. Got a lot of people interested to see the beef between me and shoe on head. It's going to be really interesting. I actually watched a shitload of her fucking videos, and we're going to go over a few of them and explain how she became the most prominent feminist contributor in the world. I'm not saying she's a feminist. I'm saying that she's a feminist speaker, and uh, an anti-feminist is actually the most listened to feminist in the world right now, which is crazy. Got to talk about that. So let's see what you guys were talking about tonight. Uh, Thank God. I got so bored waiting. It wasn't that long. I do the show every night, or every Monday and Friday night at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, so you guys be sure to tune in. As long as you're on time, I'll be on time. Smoke a bowl for you, Dusty, all right? Wish I could smoke a fucking bowl, but I can't right now because I'll be too fucked out of my mind. Vosh and she are friends for some reason. Vosh just might be thirsty. Yeah, I'm not really sure why Vosh wants to be friends with her. Like, I kind of get it. Like, I, I, if I were Vosh, I would be friends with her instead of me. Like, honestly, I would. If Vosh is listening, I highly suggest you be friends with her instead of me because it's much better for your career. Like, she's very loved, and my opinions are very unpopular. And uh, there's no doubt in the end she will win this battle between me and her because it's a popularity contest, and I, I can't win a popularity contest against you on head. There's no possible way. She's too young, too good-looking, too charming, has too many, like, people that love her. I, I just I can't compete with that. But I can, like tell you the problems I have, and I think the problems I have with her are incredibly reasonable. I, the people that have a problem with me speaking out against Shoe on Head, they don't give a shit what she does. They don't think that she should be critiqued, even though my critiques of her are incredibly reasonable. I'll show you guys in just a minute. But anyway, gonna do some cry time. That's some cry time. Can't fucking eat that shit. It tastes terrible. And uh, Dusty, hey! What's going on, guys? Love you guys. All right, I guess we'll go ahead and get started with this Shoe on Head stuff. Shoe on Head... But I guess before we start, we'll talk about my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Codcast. If you want to support the show, please, please help. Dollar or two, five dollars a month. It charges you by the month, not per the video. So, like, if you want to help out a little bit, please help out. If you enjoy what I do, please consider supporting the show. You know, people like Crowder making millions of dollars. I'm making $439 a month. Please support LeftTube. Like, lefties have to support other lefty content creators or else this is never going to fucking work we just need to support each other the same way the conservatives do and then maybe we'll have a foothold into beating them but until then sucks but anyway please consider supporting me on that appreciate it and of course as always best way to support the show super chat lifeblood of the show super chat if you don't know there's a little dollar sign down by the chat window and if you want to ask me a question you can like donate money it's like tipping basically but it guarantees i will read your question uh, and it also supports the show. Most of the money goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue cute little puppy dogs and kittens and give them a forever home. So if you like what I do, please consider supporting me and ask me some question that's going to be tough for me to answer, please. Try to stump me. Let's make a fucking game out of it. Stump the Dusty. And if you got really good anti-HAWs or anti-conservative jokes, feel free to post those, too. So cool, cool, cool. Here we go. I'm going to go into the fucking shoe on head shit. Shoe on head. So... For those of you who don't know who Shoe on Head is, basically she made herself famous by being an anti-feminist YouTuber. Uh, basically, she just makes fun of feminism and uh, makes cringe videos of feminism. That's, that's, not, that's not all she does, but that's basically how she became famous. She has 1.2 million subscribers, and 
in my opinion, she's a really fascinating person, really fascinating character. I'm going to go into it why in a minute, but we had some beef. Like, we've had beef for years and years, me and her. Uh, it started out, I didn't know who she was for a long time, but she came to my Twitter one time and she started attacking me because I was giving my opinion on doxing. I think that if you're a terrorist, you shouldn't be able to hide behind doxing. I think you should be able to, like, some people should say, no, you're a fucking terrorist. You should be doxed. I think if you're a con artist and you're conning people, hiding behind anonymity on the internet, you should be doxed. I think if you're catfishing somebody and you're hiding behind anonymity on the internet, you should be doxed. I think there are lots of situations you should be doxed, in my opinion. I think if you are posting comments where you're saying, yeah, the fucking moss shooter killed 50 people, good on you, kill more, let's have more people kill people, I think you shouldn't be able to hide behind anonymity to do that. I think you should be doxed. That's my opinion. That's what I was giving my opinion on. So she came to my Twitter and started attacking me, calling me names and everything on it. And that's how our Twitter beef and our real life beef got started. And uh, it escalated on to where she made a video about me claiming that I only say things to get attention. She basically took something out of context that I said and made it seem like I only say things to get attention. Basically, what I was saying was I used to do this thing on Facebook where I would shitpost, basically. I would post something obviously meant to be a joke, and then I would make fun of everybody who took me seriously. I did that for a long time, and I went on, like, the Drunken Peasants, and the very first Drunken Peasant show they ever did, I was on there talking about it. And this is something that was, like, you know, pretty common. Everybody who was uh, a fan of mine on Facebook knew this is what I was doing. And some people, like, Kraut and T would come, and they would, like, take what I said seriously, and they get all mad at me. And I, like, I literally felt bad for him because he was taking it so seriously. So I messaged him, and I was like, dude, don't take it seriously. It's literally just part of the Facebook show. It's not something you're supposed to take seriously. So they took these comments, and they made videos about me saying, oh, Dusty's only doing this for drama he's gonna do this to get attention don't listen to anything he says when obviously if you watch my channel that's not true uh, i don't bring that into my youtube channel that was only something i did occasionally on facebook um so anyway they just did that to distract you because you they didn't want you to listen to my criticisms i was criticizing them for years like i was criticizing her for years for platforming and helping sing the booze for love at lauren southern and i was criticizing her for leading the racist bully against leslie jones where two million people watched her called leslie jones an ugly gorilla and she helped send Leslie Jones from the internet in tears. And, like, you know, I was calling them out for all this shit. And I'm going to talk about some of the stuff that they did, like here, where she outright lies about feminists and she posts fake quotes and stuff of feminists in order to slam them and slander them. And I was calling her out for this, and they were basically just telling everybody, don't listen to Dusty. He's old. He's fucking just doing this for attention. He's a drama channel. Don't listen to Dusty. But it's just a distraction. Let's say I am a drama channel. Say I am only doing this for attention. It doesn't change the fact that she led the racist bullying against Leslie Jones and didn't never apologize or own up to it. It doesn't change the fact that she literally used fake quotes and lies to slander and smear feminists. No, no, it doesn't change any of that, right? So just a, just a distraction. But anyway, the reason she is fascinating to me is because she is now the number one speaker on feminist issues in the world. Now, you can say, no, she's not. Yeah, she is. She absolutely is. She has videos about feminism that I've seen three million times. Like this video, this last one, she don't feminism half a million times. There's nobody, there's no single person on earth right now who speaks about feminist issues regularly and gets more people to watch her and hear her views than she won't have. Nobody. Now, maybe like in history, Lacey Green could maybe edge her out, but... Her, her videos on feminism, she has videos on feminism, has seen like 50 million times. There's nobody even fucking close to that on the earth right now. Let's, let's, the, probably the most famous feminist on earth right now is Margaret Atwood. She's the one that uh, wrote The uh, Handmaid's Tale. Um, and even her shit, like when she comes out and speaks about feminism, it doesn't seem get to seem any, nearly any. Like she makes tweets. They barely break anything. 
she, uh, you know, when she retweets that Bradley Break Anything, when she gives interviews, they get, you know, a few thousand, maybe 50,000 at the most, but nothing in the millions, nothing like that. When Shoe on Head, literally one single Shoe on Head video, in my opinion, has taught more young people about feminism than every college feminist professor in history. Everyone. Like, think about it. A college feminist professor has maybe, what, a uh, hundred students, not even that much, but let's say at the far outreaches of it, 100 students per year. Let's say they have a career of 50 years. That's 5,000 students, you know, per feminist prof- college professor. She went ahead, one video, you know, 550,000. This one, most of them have like over a million. So it's not even close. She is the most prolific speaker on feminist issues today, which makes her fascinating to me. How did this happen? How did a gr- little girl from New York who, if you watch her videos, she admits she's never taken a gender studies course. And you can tell she literally knows nothing about feminism. She literally has done not even the most basic amount of research on what she's talking about. Like at one point in one of these videos, somebody asked her if she knows what intersectional feminism is. Like this is one of the keystones of the modern feminist platform right now. And she is the number one speaker on feminism in the world right now. And her response shows you that she hasn't even bothered to read the Wikipedia page for intersectional feminism, or she did when she made that video. Like, literally, the number one speaker about feminism in the world doesn't even read the first paragraph of the Wikipedia page of the most basic feminist issues. So how did this happen? How did this girl become the number one voice in the world right now for feminist issues? Well, we're going to take a look like that. Look at that. I uh, I got in a little bit of trouble because we had some beef on Twitter Um I made a comment. Well, let's see. I shut up. This is the first comment that set it off. Um, so she's making fun of Paul Joseph Watson and uh, what's that other guy's name? It's not Dave Rubin. It's the other one. Ben Shapiro, because Ben Shapiro and Paul Joseph Watson are feuding right now. So uh, Secular Talk, Kyle Clinton says, Hello, get his ass, Paul. And Paul says, He built his career on owning college kids, and when he got challenged once on his BS by an actual thinking person, he collapsed and cried like a little bitch he is. And uh, so she won't have co- comments. She chimes in. Oh, my God, the replies. Please, Paul, don't fight with Senpai. You both own the libs. Think of the annoying college kids, not the people cheering on literal war. And, and I thought this was hypocritical, her, because to me, it looks like what she's doing is she's making fun of the fan base of Paul and Ben because they want them to stop fighting and instead focus on college kids and owning the libs. But that's exactly what she does. That's exactly what she built her entire fucking career around, owning college kids to own the libs, right? Um, so that's what I pointed out. I was like, hey, didn't you, wait a minute, wait, didn't you uh, literally build an entire fucking career finding annoying college kids to make fun of so you can diss them in order to own the libs? Yes. Yes, you did. And I posted this, her latest video, and I took a lot of shit for posting this video as a claim that this is just another attempt to her to own the libs. And I'll go into the why, and maybe I was wrong. Like, I'm fully, God damn it, you people have no idea how willing I am to admit when I'm wrong. Like, I will absolutely, it's possible I was wrong here, but I'm going to lay you guys out my case for why I think what I said was true, and then you guys can tell me if I'm full of shit or not. So anyway... I got bombarded with Shield and Head fans. She has 250,000 followers on Twitter, and my God, they love her. Like, she's a goddess. These people worship Shield and Head. And so they all kept accusing me of not watching this video, which I did. I watched the video. It was basically the same exact Shield and Head video she always makes. She picks a piece of shit to represent 
the feminist community. Now she says, I didn't pick this to represent the feminist community. I literally said this doesn't represent all the feminist community, but it's literally the only representative of feminism in this video. She always only picks a negative representative of feminism puts in her videos. And there's no other representative of feminism in your video. You're not a feminist, so you're not a representative of feminism. This is the only other person in your video. They're the only person who represents feminism in your video. And you are showcasing them in a negative light in order to make feminism look bad. Even if you say, I, li I literally said she doesn't represent all feminism. No one's saying you said that. We're saying that this is the only representative for feminism you have in your video, and it's negative, just like every other video you put out, which is, in my opinion, why you chose this person to highlight, because they are a negative representation of feminism, and that's your gig, right? That's what you do. So anyway, um, since everybody accused me of not actually watching her videos, I spent Saturday, I had absolutely nothing to fuck else to do Saturday, like nothing going on in my life, I'm boring, I'm sad. And, so, and, of course, you know, uh, she lives rent-free in my head. I'm completely obsessed stalker because there's nothing more stalkerish than watching somebody's videos and researching to see if they're true or not. So, clearly, I am fucking just a obsessed stalker at this point. Um, so, I went and watched her videos for about 10 hours, and it took a long time. And this shit takes a long time because she'll, like, rattle off five different quotes from feminists. And so, you have to stop. And you have to rewind, and you have to like look up each single quote, everything she says, and research it all to make sure she's telling the truth. And of course, what you find out, it, it's not true. She's lying a lot of it. She's absolutely outright just fucking lying to you people. Well, I'll show you. You don't have to believe me. I'll show you. Um, but anyway, it takes a fucking long time. So I spent Saturday doing this, and I'm going to show you some of the fucking things I found out about this. All right. So God damn it, I didn't fucking pull that thing up. Let me see if I can find it on here real quick. Give me a second here. Go to my Twitter. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I am Cult of Dusty One. Cult of Dusty One. Cult of Dusty One. I used to be Cult of Dusty, but Shoe on Head's fan base basically uh, mass flagged my account. She had me blocked, so I wasn't even talking about her. And she was she, behind the block. She was like talking to me, talking about me, uh, making fun of me and shit to her two hundred fifty thousand subscribers. But she was doing it behind a block where I couldn't defend myself or couldn't see what she was saying. So I commented, "Damn, she's a cowardly bitch." For Talking about me behind a block. Literally, all I said was she was a cowardly bitch for doing that. Her fans mass flagged me and had my account permanently banned on Twitter. And she was told about it repeatedly. And every time she's told about it, uh, people have asked her, I've asked her, can you, like, give a shout-out to Dusty and try to get your fans to message Twitter support and have him unbanned? And she, like, blocks anybody that asks her that. So she doesn't care about free speech. doesn't care about my free speech. She doesn't care about the fact that her fan base got me fucking permanently banned or anything, so uh, I'm not a, not a huge fan of her for that reason. But anyway, mm, nope, that's not it. Getting closer though. Uh, boom, there it is. All right, so I, I basically just googled shoe on head feminism, and I just randomly watched whatever videos popped up in no particular order. Of the videos that she's done about feminism, so I can get a better idea of how this young girl became the number one speaker in the world about feminist issues. And it's very interesting, folks. All right, first off, I watch this video. <laughs> Yay! So here's the thing about Shoe on Now Head. you might be thinking, June, that is one clickbait as hell title. Yes, no, the is. title is not clickbait. Yes, you it read is. it with your own two ears. Nope. That is the reason I was permanently banned. She even changed the title. That's how clickbait it was. The title used to be, I was banned from BuzzFeed for being a feminist, but that's not why she was banned. So <laughs> she even changed the title 
that's how clickbait it was. But anyway, here's the thing about June, man. I don't even like dislike this June. Like, I don't even dislike June at all. I, I, I think June is a fascinating person, man. I really do. First of all, she's pretty. She's, uh, she's funny. She's witty. She's self-deprecating. Um, she has an amazing style. Like, her videos, the way she sets her videos up, they're uh, very relatable. She she doesn't put on airs like or anything. She she has like usually a shitty camo. They constantly make fun of her for having like a four hundred and twenty potato camera and and she does like this very cutesy style. Usually she's in her uh, bedroom or something and she's dressed really cutesy and she has a lot of uh, graphics and stuff that appeal to children, kids. And that's one thing I noticed about her fan base when they came and they shit on me for days and days and days for speaking out against her. Is just how young so many of them are. I'm not saying that all her fan base are young, not all of them are kids, but so many of them are just like literally like eight, nine year olds. Like some of them are like older, 12 and 13, but so many of them are just like little kids. And uh, she appeals to kids. She really does. You know, uh, New York Times just wrote an article about how YouTube has been radicalizing uh, people to the alt right. They should write an article about her, really. They should write an article about how this girl who has never taken a gender studies class and doesn't know anything about fucking feminism whatsoever, became the most prolific feminist uh, issue speaker in the world and taught a generation of young girls to hate feminism because that's exactly what she's done. Look at this video. Banned for Buzz- BuzzFeed, 1.5 million almost subscribers. So anyway, this video, basically, she says that BuzzFeed banned her because she's not a feminist. She said that she wasn't doing anything but going on the BuzzFeed's forums, and she was just trying to post a poll. And the poll was, what kind of anti-feminist are you? And it had five choices, and you know, and it was all completely innocent. She wasn't doing anything wrong. And they banned her because BuzzFeed are evil free speech haters, and they just don't like fucking her saying what she wants to say. And ooh, they're just evil liberals. Fucking liberals hate free speech. They just don't want anybody to come over and say things against what they believe, right? But... It turns out that's not actually why she got banned from Facebook. Uh, got banned from BuzzFeed, rather. Uh, the reason she got banned from BuzzFeed is because she was trolling them. She knew what she was doing. She specifically went to BuzzFeed and put this poll up, and encouraged her, thousands of her fans to flock to BuzzFeed, and they did. And BuzzFeed saw the kind of fans that she was attracting, and they banned her because they knew that she was trolling, and they did not want to attract the people that she was attracting, like this person. She lists five reasons or five different things. Are you a, what type of anti-feminist are you? And she left, listed five options. And this person says, I'm type six. The only good feminist is a dead feminist. And their supporters castrated. Their wealth and that of their supporters must be burned. Ashes scattered to the wind. If they resist, hunt them down to the ends of the earth and, in, and the end of time. If the powers of the world aid them, then exterminate all life everywhere to get to the feminists. Spite and smite them for all time in all places using all means possible or invented. So this is the kind of people that she was drawing to BuzzFeed. And BuzzFeed was like, oh, fuck no to all that bullshit. So they basically banned her because, for one thing, they didn't ban her immediately. She posted her little uh, poll and they saw that it was attracting all of her right-wing troll shitheads from, you know, that she basically told to go to BuzzFeed and spam the whole thing. And so they removed her poll, and she kept spamming her poll over and over and over again until basically they got tired of her spamming it and removing it, so they just basically removed her. So that's why she got fucking removed from BuzzFeed. It wasn't because simply, oh my god, I was just, I'm an anti-feminist and they can't handle opposite thoughts. No, it's because your shitty fan base of violent thugs were going and saying, you know, 
horrific bullshit that BuzzFeed did not want to be associated with in any way. But this is what they do. Like, she knew that's what she was doing. She knew that she was going to troll BuzzFeed. She knew that there was a good chance that they would probably ban her so she could come back and make this video to be seen 1.5 million times where she plays the victim. This is around the same time where she was going to bat for Milo Snuffleupagus and saying, oh, Milo's cool, man. You know, Milo, even though it appears that he is racist bullying Leslie Jones, he's not really. What he's doing is not really racist bullying. And so basically she took uh, a card from his deck where he tries to troll people and get them upset where they ban him. And then he says, oh, see? Oh, my God, they hate free speech. I'm the victim here. And that's exactly what she was doing here. But this is what they always do. Always fucking do. They go troll people and annoy them. And then when they respond, they say, I'm the victim. So anyway, 1.5 million views for this, uh, what I would call a dishonest video. That was the first one I watched. Uh, so next up, I watched this one. Oh, well, let me go back to, first of all, I will go back and point out one thing about that last video I watched. Uh. So the only representation of feminism you give for in this video is BuzzFeed, and you portray them in a negative light. So I'm not saying that your representation of BuzzFeed is representing all feminists. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying that you only gave one representation of feminists in this video, and that was in a negative light. So keep that in mind for later. That's, that's building my case for why I felt her latest video was just chosen to put feminism in a negative light again, because that's the context and the history of her channel. That's what she does. So anyway, next up, I watched this video where she shits on Cat Black, a trans YouTube feminist Cat Black. Once again, Cat Black is the only representation of feminism she has in this video. And once again, it's to, make, to shit on feminism, to paint feminism in a negative light. I'm not saying she's claiming Cat Black represents all feminists. I'm saying this is the only representative of feminism you have in this video, and it's done to paint feminism as a negative light. So anyway... Uh, Cat Black is not even saying or doing anything that's even obnoxious or worth shitting on. But since she's a feminist, and this is what she on head does, she has to find reasons to fucking shit on feminists. So she picked Cat Black out to shit on her. This one was saying 1.3 million times. More important than white man voices. Don't you think maybe more popular? When a minority happens to break away from the mold that you have crafted for them, it's interesting to people. But minorities are all a hive mind, and if they don't think like you, they're just doing it for money, right, Kat? Basically, she's taken up for conservative, black conservatives, you know, who leave the plantation and basically vote against their own best interests because they've been conned by conservatives. And, you know, it's perfectly okay for black people to explain to other black people why that is sort of seen as going against your own people, since conservatives have a history of being, you know, racist shitheads, especially recent history. But anyway, uh, Cat Black does absolutely nothing wrong. She doesn't say anything wrong, and she on head just shits on her for really no reason, just because that's her gig. You know, her gig is to pick a feminist and, and make fun of them, regardless if there's a good reason for that or not, which is the theme in her videos. Um, oops, sorry. I clicked on. Later, Cat Black. Uh, let's see. Then she made, then I watched this video. This where video I want to discuss the... This girl basically, just very calmly, like, listen to how calmly, she calmly and rationally just explains, hey, you know, I, I watch TV a lot and uh, movies a lot, and I kind of wish that they would have more representation for people with back, bad skin in movies, because I oftentimes have, uh, like, a lot of zits and acne, and uh, I feel like there was, like, better representation in media. It would make me feel like, you know, there's not such uh, an unrealistic standard of beauty, and I wouldn't feel so self-conscious, and I think it would make more people feel bad about better about their skin conditions if, you know, there were more representation for us in media. 
you know, even if you disagree with her, she's very calm. She's very rational. She seems like a sweet person. So Shu, of course, makes a video that was seen 1.2 million times shitting on this really, really reasonable, relaxed, laid back person for no reason. Pressure to have clear skin and why that's a feminist issue. This should be interesting. And she was just okay. This should be interesting. And so she was like a mean girl, just like like a character in a fucking mean girls movie. Exactly what she is, where she shits on nice people, nice people who aren't doing anything, aren't hurting anybody, don't even have unreasonable opinions. But since they're feminist, they have to be shit on. So that's what she does in this video. Shits on her. Uh, next up. Let's another video, video here. I know you like your opinions validated. Yay! She appeals to kids. Like, girls, little girls love shoe on head. Like, she has literally taught a generation of little girls to hate feminism. It's really interesting. So, anyway, in this video, disclaimer. Uh, she shits on these two people who made this video. Basically, uh, the thing is, is, I can't really tell what the context of what they're saying is because I guess after she made this video that was seen 2.3 million times bullying these people, they took their original video down. So I can't see exactly the context they're saying these things in or how she basically clipped out the more important parts of it and just, you know, clicked out the fluff and presented the fluff like it was some real thing that was a big, big part of the video they were making. So I don't know, there's no context here, but basically these two people are incredibly reasonable. This girl is just saying, hey, like when I'm at work, people wink at me and, and they call me sweetie and stuff. And I find that, you know, kind of condescending. I wish they would just treat me, you know, res the same respect they treat men with. And when they call me sweetie and, and they wink at me and stuff and they treat me like a little girl, you know, I don't feel like I, I'm giving, you know, the, I'm putting on the same level as, as everybody else. I'm, I, it's almost like you're talking down to me. Completely reasonable. Seems like a really, really sweet person. But of course, Shu has to shit on these completely reasonable people because they're feminist and that's what Shu does. She shits on reasonable people for no reason. Lord Jesus up in heaven. Um, not in videos. In uh, like I said, this is just the clip Shu clipped out. So I don't know what else that she said that w was probably a lot better examples of why she needs feminism than this. It's probably what she started out with and she, she clipped it out to make it look like they're, you know, ignorant. So let's watch. The Cringe Factory. I could probably take clips from older videos I have done and respond to this video flawlessly. Yep. I get called sweetie. I get winked at at work. Um, not in like a really obvious way, but just sometimes people walking by, like instead of just saying hello, it'll be like a little wink. Lord Jesus up in heaven, help me right- I mean, isn't that girl- Isn't she calm and rational? Seems nice. I mean, she's, is she really doing anything that needs to be made fun of? That needs to be mocked? To 2.3 million people, doesn't she's like like a pleasant person, like a completely fucking pleasant person who doesn't have any kind of outrageous uh, demands whatsoever. You know, just treat me with respect, and and that's what the whole video is. The whole video is the, right you know, now, these people just saying similar things like hey, be treated with respect. Wait, like three legitimate. But she's got a shit on them because that's what she does. Next up, she does a feminist makeup tutorial. You know what? I'm getting. Oh yeah, I just want to. I got to point out again. I forgot to point it out. Just to make my in this case. Video I so, in this video, you only have one representation for feminism. This girl. This is the only representation for feminism you have in this entire video. You're not a representative of feminism. And you, your representative feminism is put because you're making fun of them. It's because you're putting a representative feminism in a negative light. That's what you do in every one of your videos. Uh, so, in this next video, the video I just showed... Your only representation for feminism were Let's these two women. Let's get on the video because I know. And you put these representation of feminism in the video because you're portraying them in a negative light. 
that's what you do. I'm not saying that you're saying these representation of feminism represent all feminists. I'm saying this is the only representation of feminism you put forth in this video, and it was negative, okay? Keep that in mind. I'm building a case for later. So then, uh, next up, she puts up this video, Feminist Makeup Tutorial. The whole point of this video is to make fun of uh, feminism again. Uh, it's basically where she's following along to this this woman who is basically mocking feminism. She's pretending like she's a feminist, and she's saying all these stupid things, and then she was going along with her. So, once again, the only representation you have of feminism in this video is this girl who is meant to mock feminism. The only representation you have of feminism is to put feminism in a bad light. So this is just a silly fluff video about nothing. She has to find something to mock feminism with, regardless of how stupid it is. So this comedian mocking feminism is what she chose in this video, which was seen 1.1 million times. For those of you who say, what are you talking about? She on head is the most prolific speaker of feminist issues in the world right now. Yep, she absolutely is. Name one other feminist speaker out there, or, or not feminist speaker, but person who speaks on feminist issues, who regularly gets a million views for their videos on feminism, or, or, you know, it doesn't have to be a video, tweet on feminism, anything, any statement on feminism, anybody that gets seen even close to shoe on head, nobody, like I said, maybe in their prime, uh, Lacey Green beat her out, but Lacey Green hasn't made a, a video in, in a, a year, or like seven months or something, so right now, the most famous speaker for feminist issues in the world, hands down, not even close, shoe on head, that's just the truth. Don't shoot the messenger. I know how stupid that is. Believe me, I know how stupid that is. I know how sad that is because I know how important feminism is to the future. I know how important it is to the present. I know how important it is to the past. And the fact that the most famous and prolific speaker on feminist issues right now is an anti-feminist who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about in any way and who lies and misrepresents things, that's the world that Trump is president in. That's the world we live in right now. And uh, so next up, she makes two videos making fun of this guy. This is uh, Matt Gordy, is that his name is? Um, but anyway, he's an actor from the show Orange is the New Black. And he seems like an amazing fucking guy. I really like him. Like, he's kind of childlike in a way. It's obvious he's just trying to look for a reason to be a good person. He just wants to be a good person so bad, so he wants to find a cause, you know, that he can dedicate himself to to make himself a good person. So the cause he found is feminism. He actually looked it up, apparently, and researched it and, and, and agreed with a lot of the feminist issues. And he's so excited to be a good person and to represent feminism. And, uh, of course, Shoe on Head has to mock him and make fun of him about it and shit on him for absolutely no reason, simply because he's a good person. We'll watch a little bit of this. question that is important for us as men. And the question is not, are we sexist? It is, do we know that we are sexist? Oh, Matt McGorry, our dear, sweet Matt McGorry, the valiant white knight savior of women everywhere ever, the fellow white man that's not like other white men, the living, breathing, physical form of trying too hard. But oh, does he get those feminist panties wet? Literally, the guy did nothing wrong. All he has ever done is said, hey, I support women's issues, and I, I care about women's issues, and I try to make it a point to listen to women. You know, just a really, really fucking nice guy. Zero reason for anybody to shit on this dude. But then after, like, after she shit on this dude, he, he had to publicly apologize. After millions of people, she made, like I said, made two different videos about this dude. Afterwards, like, he went and apologized because he was, like, embarrassed by her shaming him when he literally did nothing wrong. And here's Matt McGorry wants other male feminists to avoid his mistakes. Uh, and basically, he's like, oh, well, clearly I made mistakes being such a nice guy because I got shit on so hard by people like Shoe on Head. Um, but no, he, didn't, he, did nothing, he did nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong. It's just Shoe on Head is an asshole 
whose job is to shit on nice people for being nice people because she's a mean girl from a movie. You know, that's just the fucking truth. I know she's I know she's quirky and she's smart and she's funny and you guys love her so much, but it doesn't change the fact that that's what the fuck she does. Um so let me show this other video. Here we go. This is the other video she shit on him on. And while I was barefoot and uh, almost 2 million views. Almost 2 fucking million views on this. Tell me she's not the proli- most prolific speaker on feminist issues in the world. So Here's her boyfriend, uh, Armor Skeptic, to come in to call Matt McGorry a mega beta cuck. Because, uh, because sigh. Oh, let me see. Wrong button, Dusty. It's about 3.30 into this video for you playing along at home. She gets really excited. I get bummed because it's a reminder of how low the bar is for me. <laughs> He's like the ultimate mega cuck. Yeah, this is funny. I like this. Like, I don't like to use the word cuck what you to describe don't. people, but like, this is rare. if ever there was a mega cuck, yeah. an alpha cuck. Like the alt-right version is, of cuck. This is He is the example. leader of the cucks. He's only honked your- Yeah, he's such a cuck, isn't he? This famous ripped actor who gets so many fucking women. Such a fucking cuck, this guy. What an incel Matt McGorry the pussy hound is. Like, what the fuck, dude? God damn it. I can't say cringe, but suboptimal. That's what Armored Skeptic is. Cannot believe anybody would unironically call somebody a cuck, but that's just the piece of shit that Shoe on Head dates. Shoe on Head picked a shitty daddy, that's for sure. So anyway, that was that video. And oh, okay, point this out again. The only representation you had in both these videos for feminism was this person. And the other video, she had actually more representations of feminism, but it was all like guys just like this who she was making fun of. So once again, in these two videos, the only representation you had with a feminist and feminism was put there so you could make fun of them and point, paint them in a negative light. Okay, Not saying you said that this guy represents all feminists, just saying this is your only representation for feminism in the video and you picked it to shit on. Building my case once again. So, here we go. Next up... Anti-feminist children's book. One of my biggest hernias in life. So this one was funny to me because apparently this uh, person made an anti-feminist book for children. And it appears to me, even she mentions this, this person was a fan of Shu. And it also appears to me was very inspired by Shu. But Shu basically shits on them and she says she doesn't like the fact they made this anti-feminist book because she doesn't like politicizing children and whatnot. But the crazy part of this, if you actually look at Shoe on Head's fan base, so fucking many of them are children. She has literally taught a generation of children to hate feminism. I mean, that's what she does. Her, her videos, look, her videos very, very much appeal to children, appeal to, to, to kids. So when she says, oh, I don't like politicizing children, but you are. You, you absolutely are. And you, you look over this book and yes, the book makes silly arguments like, oh, yeah, blue-haired college kids are silly. But that's pretty much the basic arguments you make continuously. You make fluff arguments that have no substance whatsoever. You, you never, ever tackle actual mainstream feminist dogma. Never. You just pick the fringes to make fun of without ever addressing feminism. You, you do exactly what this book does. And uh, it, it's funny that you have such a problem with it, yet that's exactly what you do in your real life. Uh, once again... Let's see. All right. And the next up, so we're about to get to the good stuff in a minute. We're getting there, folks. We're getting there. 
So the next video I watched of her is this video where feminists point out that student debt is a woman issue, is a woman's issue. So why is student student debt a woman's issue? Well, because 75%, three quarters of student debt is held by women. So they basically do this entire video and she, she even plays in this video. She plays the feminist explain exactly why women carry three quarters of the student loan debt. And the reason is, is because of the wage gap. You know, you don't have to believe the wage gap. Well, you do have to believe the wage gap is true because the wage gap is true. Women absolutely do make less money than men. Now, you can think, now some people do think this, that there's good reasons women make less than men. It's because of their job choices and, you know, they, they don't work as long or work as many hours, this and that and the other. Okay, all that can be argued against. But regardless, I'm not even going to tackle that right now. Women do make less money than men. There is a wage gap, regardless if you believe there's a good reason for it or not. And this wage gap is one of the main contributing factors that causes women to have 75% of the student loan debt, which is exactly what the feminist in this video explained to Shulin Head. But she basically ignores them completely, and she says, no, no, that's not true. The reason that women have most of the debt is because they make up 54% of the college students. They make more, more of the students, and that's the main reason. But it, they make up 54% of the college students, and they have 75% of the debt, and this, to you, is a logical explanation. It's just stupid. Like, it's really, she has no clue what the fuck she's talking about ever in any of these videos. It's very frustrating. Let's see if we can peek into it a little bit. And Latinas is even broader. So 63 cents on average for the African-American women, 54 cents for Latinas. No matter the race of the woman, the gender pay gap still exists for the same reason. Different paying jobs, different positions, different hours worked. Did you guys okay. ever notice that in all of these like wage gap propaganda videos, they never mention how much Asian people make on average? Because it's a lot higher than white people and they have to make it seem like the white people are the evil oppressors. When in reality, Asian people are blowing everyone the fuck out of the water. Whereas like I take- okay. I don't understand what that's to do with the wage gap or any of that shit. That's just kind of a non sequitur to any of this. And I don't know anybody who's making white people seem like the evil thing. Now, there is a, you know, we do have a white system that was created by white people. And pointing that out is not, you know, making white people seem evil. It's just simply pointing out the system that exists in real life. If pointing out reality makes you feel attacked, that says a lot more about fucking you than it does anybody else, right? So, anyway. ...responsibility for my student debt. This is your fault. You should have dropped out before graduation, stayed in your parents' house making YouTube videos until you got married. Anyway, so basically she's just, I was going to show the part. I didn't, I wrote all these notes out and then I accidentally fucking shut my thing and so I lost all my timestamps. So I was going to show you where she basically claims that it's because of the 54, let me see here. Activates my almonds. Saying they have a harder time paying off student debt because my wage gap is scary. More women go to college, therefore more women have more college debt. The only thing that will really stop this is making women go to college less or making college free. Okay, completely bullshit. Absolutely bullshit. The wage gap is the main reason that they have more student debt. It's not simply because 54% of women or 54% of college students are women. It hasn't that that's that has 4% to do with it, you know, but it doesn't have the rest of it doesn't have the other 21% to do with why they have 75% of the student loan debt. It's because they make fucking less money. Regardless if you think there's a good reason for it or not, that's the fucking reason. And to ignore that is just, you know, it, it's stupid, stupid and wrong. 
Um, so, we're getting to the good stuff, folks, I promise. Here we go. We're about to get into the lies that she told, the actual fucking lies and the misrepresentations of her points. So, next up is this video. Feminists do not want it. you to see this movie. Feminists do not want you to see this movie. Men and boys are in crisis and they need It's the red pill if you guys haven't seen it. Feminists don't want you to see this. Don't click this. No, it's true. They tried to get it banned in Australia and mm -hmm. A whole bunch of other places. There's protests about it, like, every single day. They also filled in a bunch of fake names at one theater so it would be sold out so nobody could see it. That is how butthurt they are about this thing simply existing. Yeah, feminists are so butthurt, hate free speech, just because this movie exists. That's the only reason they're protesting, motherfuckers, is because they hate this movie. Um, no. Shoe on Head is lying to you right now. She is not pointing out why feminists actually were boycotting this movie. She's basically claiming, it's because they hate free speech. But that's a lie. That Shoe on Head is literally misrepresenting things to be dishonest to her fan base. The reason feminists um, boycotted this movie is because this is the guy the movie mostly revolved around. Him and his organization, right? Um, this is Paul Elam. Now, there are other people in the movie, yes, but this was the main guy in the movie, and this organization this guy runs was the main organization featured in the movie. So, before this movie was made, Paul Elam had some interesting public statements. Uh, women who drink and dance are begging for rape, is one of the things he said. He also said, That's it. In the name of equality and fairness, I am proclaiming October to be Bash a Violent Bitch Month. I'd like to make it... The objective for the remainder of this month and all of October that follow for men who are being attacked and physically abused by women to beat the living shit out of them. Maybe she did have it coming. And it's a whole article about this. He also said, should I be called to sit on a jury for a rape trial? I vow publicly to vote not guilty, even in the face of overwhelming evidence that the charges are true. So the reason that feminists boycotted this movie is because they felt that this movie was an uncritical promotion of this guy and his organization and that it would lead to violence against women. That's exactly what they said. That's exactly what they were protesting for. And Shoe on Head never mentions this whatsoever. She just says, No, feminist hate freedom of speech. That's right. 1.6 million views of her lying and being dishonest to her audience. That's what Lord she knows does. I love the strife. She does not give a shit about what the truth is. She has a narrative, feminism bad, and then whatever she can say or leave out to make that narrative come true, to shit on her audience, to make cringe for her audience consumption, that's what she does because she's not an honest person. Now let's watch her say let's, let's watch her say she cried three times while she watched a movie. Watch this movie here. I sound effect, so I just had to see it. Now, I don't want to give too much away about the documentary because it's that good and I don't want to be, I don't want to like throw spoilers at you, but I cried three times. Skeptic shirt was just full of mascara and I Yeah, man, it was so sad. The story of this dude who thinks women are begging for rape and want you to beat the shit out of women and will acquit anybody that rapes a woman. Yeah. This dude's movie was so heart-wrenching. Fucking feminist hating on free speech. But that movie is actually really cringe. It was just a one-sided look. Uh, the problem with the whole men's rights movement, which is what that movie was about, is they failed to recognize that the vast majority of problems men have were created by the patriarchy, were created by other men. Yes, 
men die more often in jobs. Yes, men die more often in war. Yes, men behave in ways that are more dangerous. Yes, men commit suicide at a higher rate. Yes, men get taken advantage of in family courts. All of these things were created by other men, almost, not entirely, but mostly. And the problem with the men's rights movement is that they just want to blame feminism for it, when it's not feminism's fault at all. Feminism is actually trying to address these issues. Feminism is actually trying to address the patriarchy, which caused these issues. And feminism actually try to address toxic masculinity, which is at the heart of many of these issues. So that's the big problem with the men's rights issues. But, of course, she, you know, for years, she has been... Uh, pandering to her right-wing fan base, to her alt-light, alt-right fan base, and that's why she has to go to bat for the men's right shit, go to right for this, you know, alt-light shit. And that's why she has to misrepresent the feminist position. That's what she does. She misrepresents the feminist position and, and lies. And so that's why, I'm, that's one reason I want to highlight all this, folks. I want to highlight so we know how we got here. Now, there are many of you out there that are going to be like, Dusty, she has changed, man. She's changed. She's not like this anymore. Why are you showing these old videos of her, man? We love her. Just let her be, man. Let her t- look. That's fine. If she's changed, fine. More power to her. But it's still interesting to look back and see how we got to the situation we're in right now. And she was just one example. Like, I'm not blaming Shu for everything that happened. I'm not blaming Shu for how the anti-SJW community turned out. I'm not blaming her alone for why it took such a hard right turn. But she is an excellent case study. To show exactly how this fucking happened. Even if she's changed now, this is the stuff she was saying. This is how the narrative that feminism is evil got spread. This is how we ended up where we are today. By people misrepresenting things, lying, you know, taking things out of context. And we're about to see the final example I have of this tonight. Is a video she made called Feminism and Equality. So this video was basically... uh, these these women right here are completely rational, reasonable, nice, kind, calm women who were trying to explain to other women out there that, hey, you might have been told that feminism is about man-hating, but that's not mainstream feminism. That has nothing to do with mainstream feminism. We don't hate men. It is about equality regardless of what you've heard, and people have just you know demonized us and strawmanned us, and it's not about that. And uh, very common, rational, and true. Absolutely true. Now, look, folks, it is not fair to blame the mainstream of a group on what the fringes do. Like, one of the conservative dudes sent pipe bombs to liberal politicians. You know, conservatives have gone to mosques and shot up people. I don't say, oh my God, all conservatism is about sending pipe bombs to people and shooting up mosques. No, I don't blame conservatives for what the fringes do. So, it's not fair to blame feminism if there are a few women on the fringes who have negative takes on men. Obviously, and that's what these women are saying. They're very calmly explaining it. Now, listen to them. They're, they're, they're nice women. They, they, they don't come off mean or ill will or at its man haters in any way. They're just nice. Woman, let me tell you what you think. Feminism. I'm not that kind of woman. You know, the crazy, bra-burning, feminazi kind. I'm a cool woman. I don't want to put women above men. For anyone who needs a refresher, they're basically explaining to you now why some women don't call themselves feminists, and she's kind of explaining their viewpoints. This is what feminism means at its core. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Oh, it's just another one of these damage control videos. You see, the thing with ideologies is this. When you put yourself in a box, you can... Damage control. So anyway, 
These women are pointing out that feminism is not about man-hating. So Shu's claim is feminism at its core is about man-hating. Mainstream feminism does contain plenty of fucking man-hating, and I will prove it. I will post quotes from popular, famous feminists that show you that these quotes are actually celebrated in mainstream feminist thoughts and that prove that feminism is about man-hating. And so she went out and she found the best of the best examples of feminist man-hating. This is the best out there, folks. You know, she's clearly, she's the number one speaker on feminist issues in the world, right? She's clearly done her research. She clearly got out there and she found the best of the best. And this is going to prove her position, folks, right? Let's listen. And has been involved in feminism for a very long time. Here are some really, very, everything's all trendy and hip. It's cool to hate men, you guys. Hating men has been involved in feminism for a very long time. Here are some really terrible quotes from very famous feminists. The more famous... Boom! Okay, let's start off. Sharon Stone, oh my god. This is how much she's stretching already. Fucking Sharon Stone. Is Sharon Stone some kind of fucking feminist icon? Fuck no. Is Sharon Stone taught in feminist classes or schools? Is there any feminist who would be like, hey, did you see that Sharon Stone quote? No, this is so stupid. Obviously, this is just Sharon Stone trying to say some badass shit. And she's just pointing out that women who don't have power don't often have power over men. And she, the more power she gets, the more power she has over men. That's all she's saying here. This is so stupid. This first example just shows how how much of a stretch this list is going to be. Oh, I got Sharon Stone. Next up. Famous and powerful I get, the more power I have to hurt men. The proportion of men must be reduced. Okay, the proportion of men must be reduced to and maintained at approximately 10% of the human race. Sally Miller Gerhardt in the future, if there is one, there's female. So I looked this up to see if this were true. And I guess apparently this person did say this 40 years ago. Let's see if I can find it. Mm, which one was that? Was, was, uh, God damn it. What was her name? The proportion of men must be reduced. Okay, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Dusty. Which one was that? Used to maintain. Oh, Sally Gearhart. Let's see. I have a link for her somewhere. Here we go. Sally Mary Gearhart. So apparently she said this uh, 40 years ago, right? Um, when she was young, it's kind of like they were doing like thought experiments or something. And she said this. Um, but the thing is, this is not something that's accepted or has been taught in mainstream feminism at all, period. Like, you can actually go look this quote up. I actually did. And the only place you find this quote is in anti-feminist websites. Literally, the only place you find anybody teaching or spreading this quote is in anti-feminist websites. I couldn't find any example of even the most out-of-left-field, fringe, Tumblr feminist praising this quote and using it. It's strictly a quote that is used by anti-feminist and conservative sites to paint feminism in a negative, violent light. I could, like I said, I could not find a single feminist who is spreading this idea, who is still teaching this idea, who is praising this idea. The idea that this quote is somehow part of mainstream feminist thought and teaching is an outright lie. You don't have to believe me. Just go look. Just go look. It's not. So her big example, her second big example is a dud. No fucking mainstream feminist is teaching that. This is just a quote that is used to make feminists look bad from this woman who said something stupid 40 years ago. Next up, what she got? it approximately 10% of the human race. If life is to survive on this planet, there must be a decontamination of the Earth. I think this will be accompanied by an evolutionary process that will result in a drastic reduction of the population of males. Okay, this one's from Mary Daly. Mary Daly and Mary Daly actually said this too, but... Let me see if I can find the quote here. Mm. 
is. I'll just go to Wikipedia on it. So anyway, Mary Daly was a, uh, a theologian feminist who did say this. Where, I thought I had the Wikipedia page for this open where it gave more uh, clarity on what she was talking about. But anyway, uh, once again, this is another quote you only find on anti-feminist websites. I could not find a single person who was giving this quote and praising it. Not even a far-left Tumblr feminist. So once again, this is just something a, a theologian feminist said, some crazy-ass bitch that is in no way taken seriously by mainstream feminism that I couldn't find is being taught by anybody that she has given as an example that feminism somehow is about man-hating. You can look it up for yourself. It's all fucking uh, anti-feminist people pushing this. And then it gets interesting. So, all right, so I'm going to give her these two, right? I'm going to give her these, even though no feminist at all that I could find praises these or celebrates this, even though it's clear that this is not part of mainstream feminism anyway. Okay, I'm going to just be kind and give her these two, right? Then everything fucking falls apart. Let's watch. Men who are unjustly accused of rape can sometimes gain from the experience. Yay! Men who are unjustly accused of rape can sometimes gain from the experience. Catherine Cummins. So, let me ask you a question. If you read this, what do you think? Is Shoe on Head claiming that this is a quote from Catherine Cummings? Men who are unjustly accused of rape can sometimes gain from the experience. Is this not her trying to put forth that this is a quote said by Catherine Cummings? Yes, clearly that's what she's saying here. Catherine Cummings is, a, uh, is the vice president of, of Vassar College, I think. So she was clearly trying to make you believe this is a quote from Catherine Cummings. But it turns out it's not. Shoe on Heads is lying to you. And uh, what this is, is this is actually something the New York uh, Time Magazine said. And Time Magazine is actually, uh, they misunderstood something that she said in an article they wrote. And so this is their words, not her words at all. This is not something she said. I'll show you. Um, It's in here somewhere. Some good live programming here, Dusty. Uh, come on now. Where is it? Fuck me. Here we go. Um, so here we go. This is the quote that Shoe on Head put out. But Cummings argues that men who are unjustly accused can sometimes gain from the experience. This is not a quote from Cummings. This is something the Time Magazine uh, reporter wrote. Shoe on Head is lying. And the thing is, is this person is misunderstanding what Catherine Cummings is saying. Catherine Cummings in no way here is saying that men who are unjustly accused of rape gain from the experience. What she's actually saying is that some women who are not actually like penetrated rape, they consider some forms of sexual assault to be rape. Like if you grab them and you touch them very roughly, you throw them to the ground and stuff, even if you don't technically penetrate them, they consider what you did to be a form of rape. And like in Sweden, they have laws that are much more broadly defined on what rape is. And so this woman... Catherine Cummins is saying that having a broader definition of the word rape can sometimes be useful because the men who assault women, who then are told that the women felt so strongly about the the assault they underwent that they considered it to be rape, that the knowledge that their actions are considered so vile might give them pause and make them have second thoughts about their actions. That's literally all she was saying here. Not, oh my God, if you unjustly accuse some dude of rape just out of the blue, it can be important. It can be something they gain from. That's not what she was saying at all. And uh, she basically is quoting, is lying, is, is quoting her, is basically putting a fake quote. 
This is not something she ever said. This is a fake quote by Sheon Head. 100% fake quote by Sheon Head. Lies, lies, damnable lies. So next up, who else we got? I believe that women have a... I believe women have, have the capacity for understanding and compassion, which men structurally does not have. Does not have it because he cannot have it. He is just incapable of it. Barbara Jordan, former congressman. Obviously... Oh, my God. First of all, let me just show you this. Barbara Jordan is not a fucking famous feminist, dude. Barbara Jordan is a famous civil rights hero. She is in no way a fucking famous, hardcore, man-hating feminist. What the actual fuck, dude? She is literally a civil rights hero. Clearly, this is not man-hating right here. Clearly, this is just, like, women-empowering bullshit. She's just saying here, hey, women are more empathetic than men. They have something natural about them that makes them more empathetic than men. Now, I think this is a dumb statement. This is not a man-hating statement, though, from a feminist. This is literally a civil rights hero who is just saying some women empowerment shit. These are really the best examples you have of feminist man-haters. I mean, dude, this is sad. This is fucking sad, but it gets even worse. Let's, 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 get, let's continue, shall we? All right, where else we got? capacity for understanding and compassion which man structurally does not have he does not have it because he cannot have it he is just incapable of it women have their faults men only have two <laughs> now she's posting popular graffiti she's gone on the internet she's tried to find the best of the best examples of feminist man haters in the mainstream and she's resorted to posting just random quotes from anonymous people that are supposed to be popular feminist graffiti good lord could she be scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel more to find examples? And so I went and looked this up just to see, is this true? And it turns out uh, this is just basically a, a quote that's been around for a long time. It's not really a feminist quote. It's just like a quote on some e-cards. It's been around a long time. And there's also uh, versions of it that are the opposite. Men have many faults. Women only two. Everything they say, everything they do. So this is not any kind of statement that only applies to men, right? This is simply... Her scraping the bottom of the barrel to try to find anything she can possibly find to make feminists look like man-haters. And it's obvious that's what she's doing. It's really stupid and sad. Keep going. Everything they say, everything they do. I want to see a man beaten to All a right, bloody pulp awesome. with a high heel shoved his mouth like an apple in the mouth of a pig. Or awesome. Andrew Dorkin. L fucking love this. Oh, my God. Then, now, Andrew Dor Dorkin, she is a feminist, a feminist speaker. She is a very controversial feminist speaker, no doubt about it. And you know what? Uh... I want to see a man beaten to a bloody pulp with a high heel shoved in his mouth like an apple in the mouth of a pig is absolutely something Andrea Dworkin wrote. Uh, but guess what, folks? <laughs> it's a line she wrote for a fictional character in a novel she wrote. This is not a quote that she actually shed herself. She on head is literally taking a quote from a fictional character in a book, and she is claiming that the author said this in real life because she's a man-hater. This is Andrew Dworkin. Now, Andrew, not Andrew, Andrea Dworkin, who is somebody I really feel sorry for. Andrew, Andrea Dworkin in real life was drugged and raped. Drugged and raped. And she was brutally mocked and ridiculed by men's rights activists and conservatives because she was heavy and ugly. And they used the fact that she was raped basically against her and, and claimed that you couldn't possibly be raped because you're too ugly. They basically ridiculed her. And these same people, they took this quote out of her book, out of context, and pretended like she said it in order to further smear her online. And so Shoe on Head has decided to jump on the slandering and smearing of this poor woman for no other fucking reason than she is a feminist. 
Shoe on head is a goddamn liar, a fucking liar who smears people just because they're feminists, because that's her job. This is the woman who is the most prolific feminist issue speaker in the world. Yeah, it's suboptimal, suboptimal. And we're not even done, folks. We're not even we're not even at the end of this shit. We're not even at the end of her lying yet. Um, so the last example is the best. Where is it? All right, Shu, what else you got? Mouth of a pig. Or even this quote from popular feminist writer Julie Bindel. I would actually put them all in some kind of camp where they can all drive around in quad bikes or bicycles or white vans. I would give them a choice of vehicles to drive around with, give them no porn, they wouldn't be able to fight. We would have wardens, of course. Women who want to see their sons or male loved ones would be able to go and visit or take them out like a library book and then bring them back. Hey mommy, can we go visit daddy at the man zoo? <laughs> hush hush now, non-gender Pacific child. Say your Helenitas and finish your flavorless cereal. <laughs> but no. Oh my god! Well, she's got feminists now, don't she? She's fucking owned them. Obviously, this is an incredibly man-hating quote from Julie Liddell. Oh my god. Proving it! Busted! Fucking feminist, you got busted. Uh, but guess what? <laughs> Let's have a look at what Julie Bendale says about it. So Julie, I wondered if this would be a good moment to ask you to clarify what you had in mind when you said that men should be put in camps? Well, this is a classic example of, and they say feminists don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> so there I was, um, speaking on the phone to a conference organizer who said to me, look, we need to put some kind of interview up um, on the website to advertise the fact that you're speaking. And she asked me a few things about, you know, what do I think the problem is with men and violence and the like. And I said, look, you know, if men don't start behaving themselves, stop beating women up, stop raping and sexually assaulting, if we can't see an end to those men that insist on sending their daughters to be married age 15, if we can't see an end to the terrible harms that come um, because of patriarchy, then I think what we should do is set up a camp for them. <laughs> and I had in my mind some kind of benign holiday camp, <laughs> but with a fence around, <laughs> so enclosed. And I said very clearly, because I'm a kind feminist, that they could have things like quad bikes and white vans. Archery on Wednesday afternoons. You know. Yeah, and the lefties could have bicycles, you know, because um, they, they'd all be in there. I mean, you couldn't just pick the bad men out because men lie about that they're nice and things. Anyway, there's always a crime you've committed, even if it's a thought crime, isn't there? So put them all in and give them lots of things to do. They can play contact sports. They can't have porn, obviously. They can't have the internet for obvious reason, but they can have television although it will all be feminist television that viewing. <laughs> and I said, the thing is that lots of women love men. I mean, there are men I love. But some women actually like having sex with men. And I had this in mind, because I'm a kind feminist, <laughs> that these women could go in and take their sons out for the day, or the women could take their boyfriends out for a good shagging, um, and sisters could go and talk to their brothers. And, you know, but they could then take them back like a library book. So they'd have to be returned by a particular time. And that until they manage to sort themselves out... Oh, and feminists would be in there cooking vegan food. For them, <laughs> right? But 
I was with you until then. It sounded like a gay paradise until the vegan food. <laughs> no booze. No booze, obviously. Oh. So, you know, I can see now that, you it, that it wasn't, fun. you know, I can see that it wasn't going to be great. But until they sorted themselves out. Anyway, within minutes of this going up, all the men's rights groups, all of my enemies, anyone with access to YouTube, anyone with his spermy little hands, you know, deciding to do his own little, you know, selfie video. That's misandry for anyone paying attention. Had... Had YouTube films up about how Julie Bindle wants to put all men in a Nazi concentration camp. Now, you know, my, my partner's family, some of them are Holocaust survivors. I've heard their stories. I know quite a lot about anti-Semitism and the like. And I figured that I didn't realise that in Auschwitz and Dachau that they had quad bikes and that they could be taken out for the day and be cooked healthy vegetarian and vegan food. So I figured that they'd exaggerated very slightly. And then, of course, I remembered that I'm always compared to Hitler. It's never some mid-range dictator. <laughs> you know, it's never one of those that get forgotten. I mean, Pol Pot never gets a word in. You know, Mugabe, it's always Hitler. And so there was a great kind of women's symbol within a swastika. And Julie Bindle wants to put men in Nazi you're identified, You've identified a class you want to put in... So anyway, obviously, she's fucking joking, right? Obviously. Is this a horrible man-hater that Shu on Head is trying to pay? No, it's fucking obviously a joke, and Shu on Head is, you know, just trying to... <laughs> taking her out of context, pretending this obvious fucking joke that anybody should recognize immediately is an obvious fucking joke is a joke, but since Shuan Head has this preconceived notion about how evil feminists are, and she wants to spread this to you, she obviously puts this in the most uncharitable light, the most dishonest light she possibly can. So this gets even funnier. So you've just heard exactly her explain that this was obviously, obviously a fucking joke, right? So Paul Joseph Watson apparently made a video about this. And let's watch Paul Joseph Watson's video after you know exactly what she had to say about it. Let's hear what Paul Joseph Watson said about it. Prominent feminist and journalist Judy Bindle has openly called for putting men in concentration camps and eradicating heterosexuality. In an interview with a group called Rad Femme Collective, Bindle states, I mean, I would actually put them all in some kind of camp where they can all drive around in quad bikes or bicycles or white vans. I would give them a choice of vehicles to drive around with, give them no porn, they wouldn't be able to fight. We would have wardens, of course, women who want to see their sons or male loved ones would also be able to go and visit or take them out like a library book and then bring them back. But of course, feminism is not about man-hating, oh no. I'm sorry, it's a boy. Go and read her quotes in the full context of the article. She's not even joking. <laughs> she's not even joking. Uh, yeah, she's even joking, dude, seriously. Also states, quote, I hope heterosexuality doesn't survive, actually. I would like to see a truce on heterosexuality. <laughs> Wait a second. You hope the very biological process that creates women doesn't survive. And you call yourself a feminist. You went full retard, man. Yeah, you did, dude. You went full retard. Never go full this retard. So Let me make this perfectly clear. This isn't some confused teenager with a Tumblr blog. This is a woman who writes for the biggest newspapers in the United Kingdom. 160 articles in The Guardian alone. 
This is someone who appears on national television on a regular basis. And one of her Guardian articles was entitled, Why I Hate Men. Fighting. I love how she... I love how he fucking shows this real quick and then takes it off so you can't read it. Why I hate men. At least those who perpetrate crime against women and those who do nothing to stop it. Hmm. I wonder why you didn't read that second part. I wonder why you just showed it for a very brief second and then got went away from it immediately so nobody could fucking read this. Is it because you're lying and you're trying to represent things in a dishonest way? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But anyway, fucking hilarious video, Paul Joseph Watson. And this just shows you, folks, so many of the things that you were told about feminists and feminism were lies. They were lying to you. Like, I did not realize just how dishonest the anti-feminist and the conservative were about the feminist movement until I started researching this. I'm going to research some more. I'm going to come up with some more stuff. I'm actually going to look into this further. But, man, the dishonesty is just amazing, man. And so it's important for you guys to know because so many of you guys out there— have these thoughts and ideas about feminism that you got because you watched these videos from these people who lied to you, who never corrected the record. Like, Shoe on Head's video that she did, I think that she actually even, like, unlisted this video. Somewhere, she did, it's unlisted. Now, so somewhere along the lines, after it got seen 1.35 million times, somewhere along the lines, somebody must have told her that she was posting fake quotes or some shit. So, it's good that she unlisted it, but... If you post fake quotes, if you post lies and smear about people, you owe it to your audience to correct the record, right? 1.345 million people saw you post these lies and these fake quotes. So you're just going to sweep it under the rug, unlist this video, and never fucking correct the record? You're just going to let all those people you lied who are walking around with this incorrect ideas of these feminists and these feminist ideas, you're just going to let that stick without, you know, clearing the air about it? Isn't that dishonest? See, there, there's, there, there seems to be two separate thoughts about YouTube these days. On one side, you have people that think the people who create content, they have no responsibility whatsoever. They have no obligation to post the truth. They are there simply to make entertainment. And if they lie to you, if they post shit that's dishonest, if they post shit that's not true, if they platform con man, there's nothing wrong with that. They have no obligation to be honest to anybody. The obligation is fully on the person watching to go out and research everything for themselves. And then there's the other side, who's like me, who's like, fuck that. If you have a large platform, if you have a platform of any kind, of any size, you have a responsibility to your audience. You have a responsibility not to let shit that is dishonest or untruthful get spread. And if you accidentally or on purpose spread that shit, you have a responsibility to immediately correct the record. And at least let as many people know about your correction as heard about the lies you spread in the first place. And the reason I feel this way and the reason a lot of other people feel this way is because we know that the vast majority of people that watched this video on She on Head did not do what I did and go out and research all these quotes from themselves and realize that she is outright lying and posting fake quotes. It took me hours to do that. I doubt probably anybody except for me who watched this video went out and researched it. Anybody. It's just a standard that is it's unreasonable to expect an audience to do. People just do not have hours in their day to research every fucking thing everybody tells them in these videos, which is why the onus should be on the content creator to act in a responsible way to make sure misinformation and lies don't get spread on their platform. And if they do, they need to immediately correct the record. To me, that is the honest, uh, noble, moral thing to do. Not unlist it, not sweep it under the record. That's uh, under the rug, rather. 
that's fucking bullshit. Like, isn't it bullshit? Like, am I unreasonable in this? Am I unreasonable for expecting if you spread slander about somebody in fake quotes for you to come out, own up to it, and correct the record? I guess it's possible she did. Maybe. Like, maybe there's a video out there I haven't seen yet that she did. I'm not aware of it. I would doubt that she corrected the record about this. But, hey, if there is a, a video out there where she did correct the record on this, somebody please send it to me in the next podcast. I will definitely update it and admit that I'm wrong. But I don't think that happened. Just like when she led the racist bullying against Leslie Jones, where she called Leslie Jones an ugly gorilla. Let's watch that, shall we? Let's just watch that last little clip of that, just so you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, anti SJW cringe compilation volume two. That's me, guys. They uh, anti SJWs lost their anti SJWs lost their goddamn minds. Let's see, it's in here somewhere. Let's see, is that it? There absolutely isn't any. You know, back in the 80s, bullying out an SJW for saying this. But when people... She's just ugly. She looks like <laughs> In a video that's been seen she almost... like a gorilla. ...pictures of her as a gorilla you can possibly think of is the equivalent of calling herself My Little Pony. Like, goddamn, dudes, what is wrong with you? And then she goes on to say, I'm not justifying how they treated her. But, okay, I'm not, I'm not justifying what happened to her. Bitch, please! You literally said the thought of them posting pictures of her as a gorilla made you laugh. And then not only that, you literally called her an ugly gorilla yourself. People sending her racist things, pictures of gorillas. I'm laughing. That's she's not ugly. Racist. She's just ugly. She looks like <laughs> In a video that's been seen almost two million times. Which means everybody else who called her an ugly gorilla was only seen a very small fraction compared to when you called her an ugly gorilla. In fact, your video calling Leslie Jones an ugly gorilla is one of the first videos that is recommended to you on the side of YouTube when you watch the original Ghostbusters 3 trailer. Which means not only are you justifying the bullying of Leslie Jones, you're the fucking main one doing it! Your bullying of her has been seen far more times than anybody else's. I mean, even if you've convinced yourself that calling black people apes and gorillas is not racist, what is the fucking point of calling this actress you don't like an ugly mannish gorilla? What is the fucking point other than just being a mean shithead? There, there, there's not. She's, she's a mean shithead. She's a bully. She's a mean girl. I don't care how fucking quirky and nice and sweet and smart she is. She's a fucking mean person. She's not a good person. Like, I don't understand why everybody keeps telling me this girl's a good person. She's a lying, mean bully. It's just crazy. Anyway, so I've shown you the uh, Julie Liddell quote and how it was obvious a joke and Shoe on Hit is completely taking her out of context. So here we go. This is so funny. So Shu is just giving you mostly fake quotes from feminists to prove that they are a bunch of man haters. Now, look, after she posts all these fake quotes to you, look how goddamn smug she is about it. Look, oh, I just proved what man haters are. I'm so smug. I'm so smart. Look what I've done. Watch her. Take them out like a library book and then bring them back. Hey, mommy, can we go visit daddy at the man zoo? <laughs> hush, hush now, non-gender Pacific child. Say your Helenitas and finish your flavorless cereal. <laughs> but no, man-hating and feminism? Totally not connected. <laughs> Don't look over there. Don't look over there. Yeah, don't look over there. Don't look over there. All the fake quotes I gave you. Don't look over there. All the lies I told. Don't look over there. Yeah, I'm looking over there, bitch. I'm looking over there. You know what I see? I see dishonesty. Look how smug she is. Now that I've proven to you, feminists are full of man-haters. No, dude, you didn't prove that. You lied. You lied to your audience. That's what you do. Anyway, 
God damn it. I guess I'm done talking about shoe on head. For, oh, no, I'm not done talking about shoe on head for now. So, once again, I want to point out that the representation you had of feminist in your video is negative, right? All the representations you have of all the feminists in this video are negative. The only feminists you showed in this video were done to make fun of them and put them in a negative light. So, that brings me to the current video she did, which I got in trouble for talking out about. Uh, Real women don't shave. Compulsive disorder. Which and she, you're only making it worse. Which she picks out this woman, and this woman is the only representative for feminism in this video. Now, she actually says, she says, this woman does not represent all feminists. She actually says, uh, TERFs, they ain't even real feminists. Real feminists are for rights of all women, blah, blah. She, she says that, right? But this is the only representative of feminism she shows. So she knows because of the context of the history of her channel and the way she only picks out feminists to represent in a negative light, that the audience is going to associate feminism with this woman and walk away with an overall negative opinion of feminism. That's what I, now maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is some kind of breakout video for shoe on head and she's taking to task this turf, this evil fucking turf. And this, this bitch is stupid. Like she deserves to be called out. Everything she says is dumb. I have no problem with you calling her out. What I have a problem with is I think that you picked her specifically because she's a piece of shit feminist and she only picks piece of shit feminist to highlight in her videos, which was what I said. I don't understand how anybody could argue with this point that she only picks pieces of shit feminist. She never picks any valid mainstream responsible representations of feminism to show she only picks low hanging low hanging worst of the worst to shit on feminism that's what i said maybe i'm fucking wrong with that wrong about that but to me it's like this all right and this is kind of like an atheism atheism is unstoppable thing imagine you had a channel and on that channel you put out video after video showing black people in a negative light i mean this all you did was talk about how much black people commit crimes and you know, how violent they were, and every week was another video highlighting a black person committing a crime or robbing a store or something week after week after week. But then in the videos, you were like, hey, I'm not saying this represents all black people. Real black people don't do this. Don't get me wrong. I have lots of black friends. I love black people. But then you kept doing it over and fucking over again in every fucking video. Never showed black people in a positive light. Only showed them in a negative light. People would say, dude, you're clearly doing this to make black people look bad. You're clearly doing this because you're a racist piece of shit, right? Even if you say, I got black friends and this doesn't represent all black people, it's obvious what the fuck you're doing. Why are we pretending that it's not clear what the fuck you're doing here? You know, even if the person you highlighted this week was a child rapist and then you're like, oh my God, why do you have a problem with me calling out child rapist? No, I don't have a problem with you calling out child rapist. I have a problem with you only painting people in a negative light and never painting these people in a positive light. It's obvious the propaganda you're doing, whether you're doing it with black people or feminism or anything, right? That was my impression of this video. Yes, this woman needs to be called out, but in my opinion, she only picked this woman to shit on her because it does make feminism look bad overall. And, and makes liberals look better. And this is, this is in the context of her work. This is her MO. I could be wrong, folks. People seem like a lot of liberals want to give Shoe and Head another chance. They think Shoe and Head is going to be this big liberal savior. And maybe she'll come out and be a positive role model for feminism. I don't like see how that's possible with her in the context of her career. Her lying and shit about feminism. And let me just say this. Okay, I want to say this also before I go on. I don't think Shoe on Head is purposely lying in any of these videos. 
I think she's just a fucking moron. I think that she doesn't do any research whatsoever because she doesn't give a shit. She considers herself entertainment, and if she misleads people, or it doesn't matter. None of that shit matters to her. It's just about clicks and ratings and how people love her and becoming more famous. I think that she went out and got all the quotes that she used from an anti-feminist conservative website and did not check into them at all. That's exactly what happened, in my opinion. I think that when she was talking about the Red Pill movie, she watched the Red Pill movie, and she did not even do any research whatsoever into why the feminists were actually boycotting the movie. Because she doesn't really give a shit. She doesn't want to hear their side of it. She doesn't want to hear their truth because it goes against her narrative that feminism is evil, and that's what gets her clicks, right? So anyway, maybe she is making a change. Maybe she is going to be this great savior of liberalism or whatever, but I just don't see how she makes videos that have millions of views where she lies and slanders people and then just sweeps it under the rug and never clears the air, never corrects the record, and we're just supposed to be fine with that. We're just supposed to let it go and be like, okay, fine. You can just say whatever you want to. You have no responsibility to be honest about anything. You have no responsibility to paint anybody in a realistic, uh, honest light. Just do what the fuck you want to do. It's fine. I just don't, that's just, my opinion, that's just silly. We have to hold people accountable on these platforms for what they say and do. And if you don't hold people you like accountable, then you lose moral authority to hold anybody else accountable. I mean, why are you going to hold anybody else accountable for what they say and not apologizing, not correct the record, or anybody else who spreads lies and misinformation if you don't, Hold you accountable. You can't. You lose moral authority immediately. But anyway, I guess I'm done talking about Shu for now. Like, I am nobody's dad. If you guys want to be fans of Shu, be fans of Shu. I don't give a fuck. I've given my opinion about it. I just think the record needs to be set to show exactly how she became so famous, exactly what she did, how she misrepresented things, how she lied to become as famous as she is, and how it's so sad that this person, Shu on Head, is currently the leading, most famous speaker on feminist issues in the world. I think that's incredibly sad and, and interesting. I think it's interesting also. You know, this is the, like I said, this is the Trump world. The Trump world is the world where this girl is the number one most famous feminist issues speaker in the world crazy shit anyway that's my shoe on head spiel whatever like i hope i'm so sick of tired tired of talking about shoe on head but like i got spammed so bad on twitter i was like all right fine you guys want to accuse me of not watching her videos i'll watch all of those motherfuckers i'll show you exactly what she's all about and hopefully i've done that so what do you guys have to say about this let me read the super chats and then i'll go read the regular chats. super chats lifeblood of the show super chat and Ashbeck says, hey, Dusty, it's Ann. What's up, Ann? Thanks for the email. No problem, man. We'll mail you soon with my blog details. Cool. And more game ideas for Super Chats. Keep up the amazing work. Will do. Thank you. James Tullius, give me a dollar. Thank you, James. Uh, Lopman C, give me $4.99. Is Shoe on Head boxy? Nope, Shoe on Head is not boxy. Actually, like, in the beginning, I thought I got Blair White and Shoe on Head mixed up. So I actually thought Shoe on Head was a trans uh, YouTube star for, like, a month. And then I realized that there are different people. I don't know why I thought that, but... Uh, hi, Dusty. Uh, new to your channel. Thanks for helping me shake my conservative Christian values from the UK. Hey, no problem, man. Like, you deserve all the credit, but I definitely appreciate the uh, support. The bipolar bear. You are a vegetarian, Dusty. Is marijuana a vegetable? Uh, yes. I'll eat marijuana sandwiches every day. I should go out and say that. The Supreme King, Dr. Nana. Shoe on head isn't pretty. Just my opinion. I think she's pretty. I think she's a pretty girl. She has an awesome body. Like, uh... I'm not going to go into how I know that, but let's just say there are pictures out there. H.S. Ross, $10 to catch up to the influence of YouTubers. With right-wing takes, do you think it would help to have more left YouTubers or that there are some things left tubers could be doing to be more influential? Um, I think 
the issue is that conservatives support conservatives more than lefties can support lefties. I think that, you know, look at Crowder's Mug Club, where he makes like a million dollars a month because conservatives just support the shit out of it. You know, anything he says, they spread, spread, spread. Whereas like liberals are more like picky with what they spread, with who they support. And until we change that, until liberals start supporting people like conservatives do, I don't think we're ever going to win or get ahead. I'm hoping it'll happen someday, but we'll see. Uh, she looks like a knockoff Boxy. Yeah, she does look very much like Boxy. Thank you, veteran child. The Spring Pink 49. I saw some of your old BLM videos and was disappointed. I saw your recent vids where you spoke good about BLM. What made you understand the movement? Uh, I, I took those BML videos down um, because I don't agree with what I said in those videos anymore. I don't know where you saw them at. Maybe somebody has a copy of them somewhere. But uh, I just started listening. Like, I guess well, it was a bunch of things. It was a bunch of videos showing how violent the police were to black people for no reason. Um, one of the things it was was that female police officer that walked into that black dude's house or that his apartment and killed him in its own apartment. Like, just literally walked in the guy's apartment, walked in the wrong apartment and just shot the guy. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> clearly BLM has some fucking points, right? Yeah, they're obviously are out there protesting for good reason, and I'm stupid for opposing it, so I'm going to quit doing that. So that was basically it. The Spring Game 49, I actually used to be a fan of Shoe and Head. She's really a, is a piece of shit. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, in a way, she's a piece of shit, and in a way, like, I don't know, it's it, it, it's it's a tricky situation, because, like, I have a big problem with her lying and her not correcting the record and all that shit, but at the same time, I don't think she's a horrible person, I just think that she's doing it because she's young and wants to be famous and doesn't really give a shit, doesn't, doesn't really understand how important it is for her to live up to the responsibility of having a giant platform, and I totally get that, because, like, I used to be way, way, way more popular than I am now, and at my the peak of my popularity, I didn't give a shit about the responsibility of my platform, which is why I was attracting so many fucking shitheads, right? It took me, like, until I was 40 to recognize the responsibility that I'm supposed to be taking. So hopefully she'll grow up eventually and get out of it, you know? Uh, H.S. Ross, $5. Has BLM been successful or have some of their more confrontational tactics like storming stages and stopping traffic backfired, alienated many folks? I think stopping traffic is a bad idea. I think that does alienate people. But overall, yes, I think the movement has had a positive impact. I think that uh, even more than that, I think body cameras and people with cell phones have even a more important impact on police uh, behavior. So I think things are getting better slowly, but surely, but it's still bad, and we still have to keep fighting. What's up? The rich uncle from Norway is back. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Goddamn, you're so supportive. That's uh, 1,000 Norwegian kroners. I think that's like... 120 bucks, something like that. But that's still really amazing. One step closer, new water heater. Keep up the good work. I got a new hot water heater, but thank you very much. I sure did. Got me a new hot water heater. I need to go take a shower after this show because I stink so bad. God, I'm gross. I don't know if you see how fucking sweaty and disgusting I am right now, but mm, yuck. Thank you for that, Rich Uncle from Norway. Really appreciate it. You're an awesome dude. $2, she went ahead, is in chat. Have her on. Uh, Will she come on? I invited her on before, and she didn't say anything about wanting to come on the show, so... I have a Streamlabs. Oh, that was uh, Sidex too. Thank you, Sidex. Mexican Zoidberg, two dollars. Hey, Dusty, set up Streamlabs so you can keep money. I have a Streamlabs already at streamlabs.com front slash Dusty Smith, and there is a link in the description of the video. Thank you for that. John Baker, two dollars. Does organicism contradict permanent revolution? Oh, good question. I don't know. I don't know what that means. So I'm going to say yes. It absolutely contradicts permanent revolution. We should have temporary revolution. And that's why we need materialism? I don't know. Sorry about that. Thanks for, thanks for the question. Appreciate it. Uh, Sundown, $5. What do you think is the briefcase in Pulp Fiction? Um, 
the theory is that it was Marsalis Wallace's soul. Now, why he gave his soul to these people, I don't know. Like, Brett obviously didn't know what the fuck to do with the soul. It's a metaphor, I guess. So, I don't think you're ever supposed to know, but that's my theory. To put it simply, Asians were banned from immigrating and citizenship. It basically means America kicked out of the poor and uneducated Asians. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Um, the As far as Asian immigration is concerned, they pick the best of the best to come over here, right? The ones that are already pretty much uh, educated and at the top of the financial ladder. And so they already had a big step up. And also, Asians in this country are not treated the same way black people are. They're just not. Uh, they're not treated with the same stereotypes, and they don't start with the same situation. So it's really not comparable in any way. It's just a red herring they're throwing out there to uh, distract your audience. She was in chat. Okay, cool. I invited her to come on. She did not agree to come on, so nothing to do about that. Glad to see her in chat. Hope she's listening. Shout out to, oh, Black, give me one dollar. Thank you, Black. Uh, D-Dog 2015, shout out to uh, Yoko Kingsley, a Nigerian artist who posts his work on Twitter. My God, they're amazing. All right, everybody go out and check out uh, uh, Yoko Kingsley. Sounds cool. Got 100 DKK. I don't know what that is, but Jacob Neeson, thank you very much. Hi, Dusty. First time catching the live show. Well, thank you for joining me. It's four in the morning here, but I couldn't sleep because my lung condition. Well, that sounds terrible. I'm sorry to hear about that. But then I noticed you were live, so it's not all bad. Hey, I hope I made you feel better, dude. I hope you get better soon. Appreciate that. $1.99 from Gene Morgan. Brains before beauty. Always true that. I'm a sapiosexual. I like them smart. I ain't kind of way $2. The left is larger on YouTube, but more homogenized. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure the left is bigger on YouTube at all. I'd have to, I'd have, to have a source cited for that one. I have more respect for Shu than Greg. He dumb. Oh, yeah. Like, that's no competition. If it's between Greg and Shu, Shu all day long. Greg's just a... I was going to make fun of his weight, but that's mean. Um, yeah, Greg is just a boring douchebag. That's all it boils down to. I don't know why Shu thinks he's so great. Like, you did not choose well, Shu. Like, you could have done way better, and the fact that you think you've done so well is amazing. You didn't do well. Uh, the right-wing grift is real. Yes, it is. $20 from Clear Singularity. It's a flawed ideology built on lies for decades, so their base is salivating for something real. They latch on to anyone that tells them they're right. Owens, Peterson, Crowder, Rubin, Shoe Nose. Yep, that's exactly right. Anybody who uh, parrots their preconceived notions back to them, they, they don't really give a shit if it's true or not. Like, I guarantee you, Shoe and, Hands, Shoe and Heads fans will watch the video I just made, and they don't give a shit. They do not give a shit that she lied to them. They do not give a shit that she doesn't correct the record. They don't care. Like, she has no obligation to be honest about anything. They just love her as it is. And I'm bad. I'm wrong for pointing any of this out. That's just it. You know, I'm the old man who's trying to kill everybody's fun. And it's as simple as that. But I think I'm being very reasonable. I don't think it's unreasonable at all to expect someone to be honest and correct the record when they're wrong. And But I know I'm bad. Scuzzy Ultrawide, two dollars. Desmond is amazing. Child abuse or not? Nah, I ain't got no problem with Desmond. He's fine. Like, here's the thing about drag kids. If you look at a drag kid and you think pedophilia, that says something about you. You know, if you look at a drag kid and you think, oh my god, they're trying to make that kid sexy. Oh my god, dude, what is wrong with you? No, why do you find kids sexy? Gross, dude. That's the last thing I think when I think of a drag kid is, ooh, they're trying to make that kid sexy. I'm just thinking, no, no, there's a kid, you know, dressing up doing drag because drag has, like, been around forever, right? It's been around since the Shakespearean days. It's part of the theater. What the fuck is the problem? It's just people freaking out about nothing, really. You should review the Red Pill movie. Okay, I may do that someday. Go over that. $2, thank you for FRBE. Uh, the Supreme King, I saw your blimp when you had them up. Okay. 
I took them down. They're longer there. I'm trying to do better dudes. I have a lot of like takes that I uh, don't have anymore, but like usually I, I try to own up to them and explain why I said what I said and use them as teachable moments. And I already talked about this before, the BLM thing, but I'm glad you brought it up. Like, if anybody else has any problems with anything else I've said or done, bring it up. Like, I'll fucking own up to that shit. All this shit are teachable tools, and I have no problem, like, letting my mistakes be used for the betterment of society. So, Proto $5 Shoe has a huge influence on kids. No shit, dude. Shoe has a huge influence on children. Uh, Far Right Soap has said she started watching Shoe on Head. Yep. Like, I'll make Shoe in a minute. If I, if I bookmarked any of them, but some of the people that came and, and started attacking me because they like shoe there, it was pretty much all right wing shitheads. And so many of them were children. Like there is a reason that you attract all these people to shoe. I just don't understand why so many liberals are like, Oh, she's a liberal when her, so much of her audience are just right wing shitheads. And she, her, so much of her content, in her career has been to attract these right wing shitheads by making fun of liberals and lying about them. I just don't get it. Anyway, Soph said after watching Shu's videos, she got into politics. Yep, exactly right. She's saying that she doesn't like the politicization of children. Very hypocritical, in my opinion. Did you see Shapiro get shit on for warmongering? Yep, he got shit on by uh, Paul Joseph Watson. I'm going to cover that, too. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Levi Bello, give me $2. Thank you, Levi Bello. Really appreciate that. More Super Chats, please. Super Chat. What you guys got to say in the chat here let me read the chat a little bit um dusty has a crush on shoe on head so we have to hear her the whole episode nope i'm done talking about shoe on head it's all good uh i'm kind of like done with women at this point in my life i'm like 44 so i'm not really interested in that anymore so it doesn't really have anything to do with that but i do find her interesting like i think she like i said i think she's funny and uh cute and interesting so got no problem uh, he skipped a bunch of super chats. Did I? I don't think I skipped any super chats, did I? I thought I read them all. Uh, if I didn't read them all, somebody tell me, but I didn't see any that I missed. Let me see here. Did I miss any fucking super chats? Mm. Nope, I don't think I did. I think you're wrong, but if I did, somebody please let me know. What else you guys got to say? Uh, let kids have fun, but keep them safe. Agreed. Stuff animals in the late 20s. Let this should be the last to speak out. Okay. Um, did he skip chats? I don't think so. I just didn't do them yet. Um, you skipped a whole page of super chats. Did I? D Dusty has become an incel. Totally. Man, I hope someday I'm able to get women. Let me just find me so fucking hideous and unattractive. I just don't know what to do about it. But if you guys got any tips on how I can become sexier to women, I'd really appreciate it. Um, Okay, I'm looking again. I don't think I skipped any of this. Oh, there's one. Fart equals feminist approaching radical transphobe. I forgot where I saw this. No citation. All right, D-Dog. Appreciate that. Oh, uh, Ford 8484. Way to weaponize ignorance out there, man. Yep. I guess you're, I don't know if you're talking to me or what, but okay. Uh, Bendo is a damn turf, Dusty. Don't defend her. I wasn't defending her. I was just pointing out that she was clearly fucking joking. How is that defending her? How is pointing out the truth? And pointing out how all these people are lying about what she says, a defense. That's not a defense. What the fuck's wrong with you? Andrew Dorkin is an outspoken critic of prison rape. That's something anti-feminists claim that feminists never talk about. Even it goes far as saying they condone it. Yep. Very true. Very good point. Thank you, D-Dog. Uh, women being mocked for being violated is real. True that. The Supreme King, Jacob Nielsen. Uh, hi, Dusty. I already saw that one. Um... $5, anime titty fan. Counter to when Shu brought up Asian success in the U.S., Asian families tend to come to the U.S. when they're already well-educated or rich. Yep. 
Agreed. And Brains for Beauty. Yep. Okay, I think I got a rest of them. Thank you for pointing me out to me that I missed a few of those. I appreciate that. What else you got to say, chat? I think that would make a Dusty a Valsel, not an incel. Yep. I mean, I'm neither because I have a young 25-year-old living girlfriend. So, but yeah, even if I didn't, I'm sort of, when I say done with women, I mean, I'm done in the pursuit of women. Like, if women want to pursue me, it's fine. Like, if I was single, it'd be fine. I might entertain it. But, like, literally right now, I have no interest in women whatsoever. Like, I get messages from women all the time I don't even respond to because, eh. Nothing's going to come of it. I don't care. Um, didn't you want to start defending her? I don't know who you're talking about. Dusty isn't even remotely in cell. I'm totally in cell. Could not get laid if my life depended on it. And it does. Somebody please fuck me. Please. I think most of the crazy shoe fans are going, are, are gone. The reasonable ones seem to be here now. Okay, good. Like, I'm curious to see, like, if Vosh wants to continue to support her, even though she won't own up to any of the outright lies and racism and support of white nationalism she's done but don't know i guess that's his business not mine how old are you 16 or 17 i'm 17 all right continue with the show more super chats please super chat and okay what else we got here boom now that we're done talking about shoe god i'm so happy to stop talking about shoe for a little bit Whew, you're like why did you talk about her so long if you don't want to talk about her dusty that's so hypocritical isn't it yes Yes, it is. I'm a giant fucking hypocrite. What is wrong with me? Um, so there's some crazy shit going on in Oregon. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. But basically, they're trying to pass. No. I'm not disabling my fucking ad blocker, dude. So apparently, uh, in Oregon, they're trying to pass an environmental law, right? And I guess they have the votes to pass it. But they have this thing where you can't vote on shit if uh, certain politicians are not in the state. And so the Republicans, uh, some of them, have left the state, have fled the state to hide from the vote so they don't have to vote and have this environmental bill passed. And so what has happened, apparently, is there is this terrorist group. They call themselves a militia, but when you threaten violence, when you're a gang that threatens people with political violence, that's a terrorist organization. So there's this militia terrorist organization who has vowed to protect the Republican senators who have fled the state because uh, I guess police have been ordered to go arrest them and bring them back because what they're doing is illegal. And this terrorist militia has agreed to protect them from the police, potentially setting up a violent standoff between a terrorist organization and the police. And the Oregon GOP is in full support of this. They're actually supporting it. And they're mocking Democrats right now for having a problem with this. It's crazy as shit. Um, so anyway, AOC, who is fucking amazing. Like, AOC is great at her job. She's been calling this out. Number one, these are... So anyway, the GOP basically tweeted this and they said oh is this the militia terrorist group you're talking about but no this is not this is just a different group completely this is not the group they're talking about they're talking about an actual militia terrorist group who th are threatening to kill cops right or at least attack cops if cops try to arrest gop people who are not doing their job so ortiz uh, cortez says these are people protesting peacefully, hence their posters and not firearms. Number two, why do you call someone or some who threaten violent attack a militia versus others domestic terrorists? Hmm, good question. Number three, this is a very dramatic way to deal with your Sunday scaries. We can help you find a therapist. You get them, Alexandra AOC, kicking that ass. So, like I said, this is a very, very strange situation where the GOP is literally backing terrorists over the police. This is what conservatism has come to in this country. It's nutty as fuck. And uh, 
Apparently, a science journal has to retract a paper that said gay conversion therapy works. Goddamn science paper, what are you doing? So apparently these people did this study, and the study was done by basically two Christian theologians and then some kind of Christian therapist who is also like known for gay conversion therapy. So three people did this study and showed, hey, you can pray the gay away, and some fucking... I guess Scientific Journal published it, but they had to retract it because, goddamn, dude, seriously, what the fuck are you thinking? So at least they retracted it. That's good. Try to be better next time. And uh, as always, creationists always have amazing arguments for why the Bible is true. The Bible is true because it says it's true. The Bible is the Word of God because it clearly says it's the Word of God and the Bible. That's just unassailable facts, folks. That one book. Well, let's just start off with, with the, the fact that the Bible is true. Uh, all the others are not true. That's the biggest key. God is true, uh, and His Word that comes from Him is also true. That, that's kind of an easy way to answer yeah, that question. How do we know the Bible's true? By virtue of it coming from God, who is the truth. <laughs> it's so easy. It's true because it says it's true. It comes directly from God. How can you question that? Because uh, it was the book that was written by men, and there's no evidence whatsoever that it came from God in any way whatsoever? I don't know. That's just me. And uh, I guess this happened week four last where a judge, where uh, I guess the FBI is warning the judge in the Alex Jones InfoWars case uh, that they have received death threats. The judge is going to be killed by Alex Jones fans, apparently. And this is unsurprising. Absolutely. Alex Jones has a very unstable audience. Not everybody in his audience is unstable. I'm not saying that, but a huge percentage of them are completely unfucking stable. And Alex Jones to them is a goddamn hero. And a lot of them actually believe the government is an evil organization of child rapists who are, you know, covering up shit. And this judge is an evil part of it that has to be killed. So this is why companies like Facebook do not want to platform Alex Jones and Paul Joseph Watson and people like that, because they know the kooks that they attract and they absolutely just not, do not want to fucking be a part of it in any way. It's completely understandable, right? And uh, God puts tumor in six-year-old kids as part of his plan. Doctor removes the tumor. God's like, motherfucker, I put that tumor there specifically for a reason. Why are you undoing my goddamn good work? I have an infinitely all-loving, all-wise plan. Goddamn doctors. Get the fuck out of my business. And uh, we're moving on to some more religious bullshit. No, oh, maybe I'll do the video section. Video section, not in the video section yet, and we're already, holy shit, we're an hour and 45 minutes into the show. I think I talked about shoe and head too much. Fuck me. So here's a video. Bet you can't guess what's going to happen in this video. Guess. Guess what's going to happen. Bet you can't do it. Uh, Keep guessing. Keep guessing. Are you guessing? That's a big boat. The wheels are literally scraping to the ground. And uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's happening here? Yep, there's your million dollar boat, boom, it's on the side now, yep, that's not what you want, rich assholes, that's why you don't have a boat that big, dudes, can't even move that shit around, somebody is fired as fuck, I can tell you right now, somebody is shitting their pants right now, and here's a bus fight, this bus driver ain't fucking taking it no more, this woman gets up in his face, do something, ho. So she's like, hell no. A woman, and he pushes her back into a seat. Then, when he walks away, she follows him, and it turns into a fist fight. Don't do that. He ain't taking no shit. Uh-oh, don't throw fucking hands. He's like, nope. Nope. I will beat the fuck out of you. Do not put your hands on me. You want to throw hands like a man, you will be treated like a man. This happened a week ago in Shaker Heights. 
video just released to the I-team. Still though, like that dude's probably gonna get fired. You can't go beating up on women even if they hit you first and you're a bus driver. That will hurt you. Don't ever strike me again. That's probably what I would do. Like I'd get fired over. I ain't let nobody punch me and assault me. See how it started. The passenger I defend myself. to the front in a rage. She having a bad day. Anyway, it is. bad behavior. Don't act like that. I think he was in the rights. And uh, here's some crazy shit. What is this guy doing? Don't know. Hopefully they're going to the body shot to have that shit fixed. And this dude, I think you have picked the wrong vehicle to try to escape from the police. That was poor choice. This is like watching Grand Theft Auto when you pick the wrong vehicle. You definitely gonna get shot, dude. Keep going. Keep going. Look at this, y'all. Look at this hero. Do y'all see this? this yeah. Is real. Right here Do you see this? Bird. When your kid is worth less than a rope. He got his hand on it. Look at his hand on the fucking top. He getting it. Better than movers. Yeah, dude. Buy a rope or an Odex cord or something. What the fuck? Some crazy ass shit right there. Anyway. Oh, look at this. How did this happen? You were not a good driver. Better call Geico. And anyway, so who wins in a fight? Deadpool or crazy shirtless guy? Pick your fighter. Deadpool tall. Oh, Deadpool takedown. Shirtless guy ain't going to have that. What are you doing, Deadpool? Fuck you. Come on, camera guy. Get your shit together. Crazy shirtless guy, he ain't happy. Oh, he gonna do a leg sweep, but he missed. Not powerful enough, he gonna get you. But Deadpool ain't fucking having it. Deadpool's like, are you out of your fucking mind? And uh, that backpack can't be helping Deadpool fight. Uh-oh, crazy shirtless guy got some hands. He making contact. You go, shirtless crazy guy. Deadpool getting fucking rocked. But Deadpool, come on, Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool can't see. Oh, he coming back. Oh, rock him, Deadpool. Oh, rock him, sock him, robots. Oh, crazy shirtless guy getting beat. Take the backpack off, Deadpool. Why you got your little sister's backpack on? Now they resting around a little bit. Come on, crazy shirtless guy. Get him. Nope. Going to grab his mask. And then they're having like a chat. They're like, you stop. No, you stop. No, you stop. Okay, let's both stop at the same time. And then they eventually, after like grabbing each other, they both stop. And they're like friends again. He's like, let me check your face and make sure I didn't hurt you too bad, buddy. And they're like, thanks, Deadpool. You're awesome, dude. Why are we ever fighting in the first place? I love you, man. I love you too, crazy shirtless guy. So uh, that's how you want to see fights in. You want to see Deadpool make friends with the guys he's beating the shit out of. That just touches the heart. And uh, this video was called, Did She Deserve This? And uh, at first, I was watching this video, and I was like, uh, oh, shit, she's punching him? Oh, she keep punching him? It's like she's punching, and she's slapping this guy, and she's beating the shit out of this guy. Like, I hate to say it, that probably she deserves whatever. Look, look at her. That is so fucking uncool, dude. Sitting there, uh, that's domestic abuse, right? You're domestically abusing your boyfriend, slapping him. I was like, holy shit, like, whatever happens to her, she just fucking deserves it after all this. Then I saw what happened to her, and I'm like, oh, God, no, I was wrong. I was really fucking wrong, so let's keep going. She's still slapping on him. Not a wise decision. That's a big dude, and so he's, like, hugging her. And he's like, why are you doing this? Stop hitting me. Can't we just be in love and get past this? I'm sorry I slept with your sister or whatever he did. You know, I'm sorry I came in her booty hole. And 
got a blowjob. I'm sorry about all that. Just love me. And she's like, fuck that. That was my sister. You fucking scumbag. And so she just keeps like pushing him away and smack. And boom. And then he like co-cucks her. He beat. Oh my God. Like this big old dude. He is beating the fucking shit out of her. Dude. Like, yeah, that you, you should have just walked away, dude. And now this woman's coming up and she's like, what are you doing? What the fuck? You just been, he's just trying to pick her up and she's all bloodied. Her fucking face is beat in. He has just rocked her. And he's like, just trying to ragdoll her off the ground. He's like, get up, get up. And this woman's like, get the fuck away from her. You goddamn crazy asshole. Like, seriously, dude, you went too far. You should have just like pushed her down or something and walked away. And she's like, no, she's coming with me. And he's trying to push the woman away. Trying to manhandle this woman you don't even know who's just trying to look after this girl. And she's like, no, I'm not going with you. And he's like, you're coming with me. And this woman's like, no, she's not going with you, you crazy asshole. You just beat the foot. Yes, she is. She's coming with me. And he's like going over there. And he's like going over there and literally starting to attack this woman who's just trying to help this crazy motherfucker. Grabbing on this woman. Like, what are you grabbing on that woman for? She's just trying to help. Leave her alone. I guess she's trying to call the cops or something. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But he's like, no, and grabbing on her. Crazy ass dude. I don't know what fucking happened to this dude, but I hope that they put him under the goddamn jail. Because, yes, it was wrong for her to hint him like that. Yes, he should defend himself, but that was just too much. Too much. Push her down walk away, dude. Uncalled for. And uh, this is totally me on the subway. Hell yeah. It's exactly what I'm like in public. You get it, boy. You shake that ball sack. Mm. Get it? What? What? Sexy as fuck. Work those fucking hips, dude. Gyrate. Anyway. Just thought that was funny. Love that dude. That's so me. And uh, apparently this guy missed the bus. And he ain't fucking happy about it. Look at this guy. He fucking going nuts because he missed the bus. Talking about fucking some entitled privilege bullshit. He walking around. I'm just going to go over here and bust the fucking windows out because I missed the bus. Yeah, that's a smart thing to do. Definitely not a bad life decision. No repercussions are going to come from this at all, are they? Nope, absolutely not. So, yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, he's in jail now. That dude's totally in jail. Don't do that. That's really fucking stupid. Fucking throwing a goddamn fit. And I absolutely love this old woman, the way she talks. Apparently, this guy, like, punching this female police officer, and he gets tasered the fuck, and this woman, this old woman, has exactly the right take on it. Oh, he hit that hard in the face. Oh, my God. He showed enough through. Look, she fit. Uh oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, we. She had to just tase. She's tasing him right now. He get tased right now. Look at him. She tasing. He's still yeah, walking. He, get, he walking, but he tased. Oh my, he failed. Look, down he just goes failed. Fraser. Yeah. Down he just failed. He, he just failed. He just failed. He just failed. Good. Save his life. Then save his life. Then. Oh my God. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, he. She sure he did. Oh my lord, oh sweetie, he got tasered, saved his life, sweet sugar bee. Anyway, that was the video segment, hopefully you guys liked that. What the fuck do we think about the video segment? Let's see here. Uh, is this, he need some milk lady? I don't think that's what this is. Um, sure what else we got here? He's like Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys, yep. Uh, don't buses leave hour late, you would think. Yes, you would think it would be no big deal, but that dude's clearly having a bad day. 
I don't care if pretty girls beat their boyfriends, then get hit. I mean, if you throw hands, I can see getting hit, you know, just for somebody to protect themselves. But, like, absolutely beating the shit out of her and then ragdolling her, trying to pick her up and drag her away is ridiculous. I hope they broke up peacefully. Yeah, me too. I hope they put him in jail. Uh, dude, I would drop that fool if I were there. Yeah, I wouldn't because I'm a weak pussy. But, you know, if I could, I would. Uh, all right. What we got next on the podcast? Podcast, greatest podcast in history. This show rocks so much ass. Nope, that was wrong. Boom. Nope, that was wrong too. Third time's a charm. Where the fuck is the goddamn? Where is the expand, motherfucker? It's in the new photo. There we go. All right. So these takes were 24 hours apart. This is one of my favorite whipping boys, Steven Pinker, who is a public intellectual for some reason, and he's like. Why sexist and racist philosophers might still be admirable, condemning them as individuals rather than the ideas of their era, inflates our on, uh, what is that word, recetitude, obscures moral <laughs> progress, he's using all these $10 words, and blinds us to our own shortcomings. So basically he's saying, you can't judge people by the morals to today. You have to judge them by the morals of the time they lived, and somebody might be an awesome dude, even though they're racist in their time period, you can't just point out all the shitty things they do and use it to reject them as a whole you have to like understand it in the context of the times they lived and then boom right after that Nietzsche isn't peachy because it's supposed to be Nietzsche isn't peachy Nietzsche isn't peachy philosopher Kelly Ross shows how he endorsed slavery and analogous subjugation of women as a necessary condition for any superior culture I'm always amazed that this flaming anti-humanist is so venerated so he's literally doing the opposite of what he just said you can't do He's literally saying, yeah, we can judge this dude based on the morals of our time and discount everything he says because of it, even though he specifically said, nope, don't do that. That's bad. That's bad. Yep, dude, uh, I don't think that you're very self-aware. Sort of a hypocrite, a little bit. And, uh, oh, my God, Eric Weinstein. No, Eric Weinstein, he's one of the intellectual dark web, and he's literally signal boosting and giving a shout-out to O'Keefe. Fucking O'Keefe is the guy who uh, makes fake videos against liberals. He, like, dresses up in costumes and stuff and makes uh, does hidden camera work and then edits them in a dishonest way to make liberals look bad. And sometimes he even, like, full-on sets up shit where he hires actors and shit to pretend to be liberals and then records them like they're liberals. and Just a con man. Basically a con man, a conservative con man that spreads lies and propaganda against conservatives. And Eric Weinstein's like, hey, he's not the best source in the world, but he's come out with some new shit, so... Looks like he's going to rock the libs, but no, dude. The fact that you were shouting this out just proves what a giant fucking piece of shit you are. Holy fucking shit. He says, even if O'Keefe's methods make you uncomfortable, you mean his lying? His specific lying and editing things out of context and faking shit? Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable, dude. Why doesn't that make you uncomfortable? I have an inkling of the payload that may be coming. If so, it's unrelated to the channels through which it may arrive. Bullshit. So basically he's saying, O'Keefe is going to own the libs, but James O'Keefe's his name. James O'Keefe is going to own the libs. And even though James O'Keefe is known for being a liar, known for editing things out of context and hiring hoaxes, it doesn't matter. It's still going to be fucking awesome and you can believe it. No, no, you fucking slime bag, Eric Weinstein. We don't have to fucking listen to it. We don't have to believe it. We can fucking consider the source and reject it because we know this motherfucker is dishonest. And the fact that you were spreading this, like I didn't think you could sink any lower than you already have but you've reached new fucking levels of awfulness. And thank you. 
because it gives me something to shit on you about on my show, and I fucking love it. So keep this shit up, fucking douchebag. And uh, yeah, Adat Saad says, there are good faith conservatives who won't boost people like O'Keefe, but nothing is too low for the worst members of the IDW. Nice job selling a guy who tried to plant false rape accusations, you sorry, sorry little man. True that, man. Literally, they've tried to slam people with false rape allegations, and they've like had people lose their job because they accused them of things they didn't do. It's just like the worst people in the world. That's who the IDW is supporting. And, uh, oh, God, Stefan Mjolnut's got a hot take. Hot take fresh off the presses. It's horrifyingly simple. The media is godless. Military men are Christians. War gets Christians killed. That explains why the mainstream media like war so much. That's right, folks. It's because the mainstream media want all the Christians to die. That sounds reasonable, doesn't it, folk? Uh, no. No, it doesn't. That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. The media likes money. And so anything they can do to make more money, to get more eyeballs, they would do. But it has nothing to do with fucking hating Christian men. If they could pander to Christian men and make more money, they would absolutely do that. Stefan Mjolnitz, just crazy as shit. How the fuck does anybody listen to that guy? It's just awful. And, uh, oops. All right. So this is uh, Denise D'Souza, convicted felon. Denise D'Souza, who was pardoned by Donald Trump. Masculinity in the 21st century. Which one is you? Oh, my God, dude. Like, seriously. You are a grown fucking ass man. I'm the one that thinks you're a goddamn child for caring about this in any way. What in the fuck is wrong with you? This is the level of discourse on the conservative side. Look how Trump's sitting like he's taking a dump. He's so much more manly than this guy we snapped when he's kind of sitting in a slightly weird position. Uh, but which one of these guys is more masculine? Hmm. Which one would Melania pick? Hmm. Doesn't seem very difficult. Obviously, the guy that boxes and works out and is in shape. Hmm, let's see. Which one of these two is more masculine? Hmm. The big fat 80-year-old dumbass or the in-shape younger boxer dude? Wow. So tough. Goddamn conservatives. So fucking stupid, right? And uh, Paul Joseph Watson, he going on an all-out goddamn war against Ben Shapiro, and I'm here for it all fucking week. Love this shit. He's just going off. Uh, and look, I just want to say Paul Joseph Watson is a giant fucking piece of shit. Me posting this is in no way an endorsement of Paul Joseph Watson. You should not follow Paul Joseph Watson. You should not like Paul Joseph Watson. Paul Joseph Watson is a propagandist. Paul Joseph Watson is a racist who puts out lies and demonization of immigrants. And in my opinion, his lies have led directly to violence of minorities and the most vulnerable among us, which makes him a giant, humongous fucking piece of shit. However, when he shits on Ben Shapiro, I love the fact that conservatives are eating each other, so I will highlight it because it's fun. Podges Watson says, America is more polarized than ever. Echo chambers have never been more echoey, but there will always be one thing every person of reasonable thinking can agree on. Ben Shapiro is an utter clown. And Duke Santos says, there are better targets, man. With all of the crazy progressives out there, why waste the ammo on someone you generally agree with? And PJW says, I generally agree with him on hardly anything. He's an inauthentic little twerp who throws anyone who was not the Little Bean Club under a bus. He built his career on owning college kids, and when he got challenged once on his BS by an actual thinking person, he collapsed and cried like the little bitch he is. And he's funny as fuck, man. Uh... But, I mean, the truth is, like, let's be real. 
I hate Ben Shapiro, but Ben Shapiro's smarter than Paul Joseph Watson is. I mean, yeah, Ben Shapiro made his living owning college kids, but at least Ben Shapiro has the courage to leave his mom's basement and challenge people in real life, even though it, even if it is college kids. Ben Shapiro has proven he at least can string a sentence together live or when he's debating people, unlike Paul Joseph Watson, who has never proven that he can talk in any meaningful way in a, a live situation. So, yeah. Don't like either one of you, but if I had to pick based on intelligence, it would definitely be Ben Shapiro. But like to see you guys fight amongst each other. And uh, people ask me, Dusty, what's the difference between you shitting on the Amazing Atheist for shouting out Paul Joseph Watson and you not giving people like uh, Papa Jake from the Bible Reloaded shit about it? And the difference is context. The difference is, as I showed out when I was, when, as I show when I was shitting on TJ about it, TJ had a series of tweets where he would be like, I don't like Paul Joseph. I don't agree with everything Paul Joseph Watson says, but here's something I totally agree with him on. Here's a shout out to him. TJ has a, had a history of never, ever actually pointing out anything Paul Joseph Watson did that he disagreed with. And instead, him and Paul Joseph Watson had a mutually, uh, a, a mutually shared like for each other, where they both said, they like each other in public, and uh, Paul Joseph Watson says he watched the Amazing Atheist videos. So my point was the Amazing Atheist never, at least on his Twitter, pointed out anything Paul Joseph Watson did that was bad, never called him out, nothing. But occasionally he would shout him out in a positive light, whereas Jake from The Bible Reloaded continuously does nothing but shit on Paul Joseph Watson. And then once he said, hey, I still think this, you know, he was basically saying, I still think this guy's shitty. But I like the fact that he's shitting on another conservative, so here it is. The same reason I did it. The context is completely fucking different. You should never shout Paul Joseph Watson out in a positive way that is going to make other people perhaps subscribe to him. That's just my opinion. Because, you know, he is putting out propaganda and lies that demonize immigrants and lead to violence against them. And if you're shouting him out and signal boosting for him, you're helping popularize the rest of his bad shit, which leads to a worse society, which you are partially responsible for, in my opinion. So, moving on from that, I'll read in the chat. What you guys got to say in the chat? We got any more super chat? Super chat. Uh, I love how you pronounce SJW. It sounds funny. Yep. W. It's like two different words. DKK is a Danish kroner. Okay, I did not know that. So, I am geographically not far from your rich Norwegian uncle. I don't have that kind of money to throw around, though. Okay. Well, I will take your DKK $5. I appreciate that. Danish Krona. Is that like the uh, the Norwegian Kroner? Don't don't they? Oh, it's not a Krona, though. Danish has Kroners, and Norwegians have like the Krone or something. It's different, I guess, right? Somebody please educate my dumb Mississippi ass. D-Dog, 2015, $10. And militias are citizen soldiers temporarily recruited by the state. These guys were paramilitaries, military-like organization that aren't the state's official military. Uh, pedantry over. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're threatening political violence against cops and shit, that's terrorism. You're a terrorist organization. Vosh probably just wants to bang shoe. Eh, maybe. Like, I, I don't really like that too much because that's what people say to me. You just want to have sex with shoe. You just have a crush on it. It's just like, it's so silly. Like, you have to, these people reduce everything to just childish, childish silliness. No, like, I think she's an interesting person and I think that she's very popular and I think it's important to watch her videos and research them and point out the lies and the misinformation she spread because she is one of the main people in the world who has demonized feminism and feminism is incredibly fucking important regardless if you think it is or not. There are still many, many fucking feminist issues even in the West that need to be addressed and by lying about feminism and demonizing it in a dishonest way, you have set the country back and done harm to society in my opinion. So, it's important to call out. 
Stefan Mjolnitz is a crazy person. Yes, yes, Stefan Mjolnitz is a crazy person. Jeff Isman, dollar, thank you, Jeff, four eighty forty four five dollars DFF, shit on the right all the time, though. Anyway, keep up the good work. Okay, did I say the DFF didn't shit on the right? Don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm sorry, but Ben Shapiro is that... A- is that a intellectual coward consistently runs from the base from people who are on the same level as him? He ran from the debate of at last year's Politicon. Yeah, yeah, Ben Shapiro is not smart. He sucks. He is a coward. But like we're talking about in comparison to Paul Joseph Watson. You know, I just showed Paul Joseph Watson. This feminist hates all men and said so. Based on this joke I'm taking out of context. No, Paul Joseph Watson is like literally a total fucking moron compared to Ben Shapiro. Even though Ben Shapiro is also a total fucking moron. Thank you for that. More Super Chats, please. Love you guys. Uh, this one's from Rational Disconnect. Oh, yeah. You just got to see this one with this Tory MP, Mark Field. Basically, I guess this woman came in to protest her. Wasn't doing anything violent. Was just protesting her. And he basically got up and put his hand on her throat and shoved her up against the wall. What a fucking dick, dude. Definitely not how you handle this shit. Manhandle a woman just for protesting you. You fucking piece of shit. Get your hands off that woman. That is not your fucking call to do. You let security take care of that. I, I bet he wouldn't treat a man that way. I guarantee you he wouldn't fucking treat a man that way. I'd probably be worried to get the shit kicked out of him. But he's a little fucking coward. And uh, here's one from Jesus Chrysler. And this is an old video, an old tweet and shit. But, uh, yeah, this is so fucking irresponsible. This is not goddamn cute, people. Like, I've seen videos where before you can do anything about it, these things will wrap their constricting bodies around you and choke the fucking life out of you instantly. And like, even if you have three or four strong men nearby, you would not be able to get this thing off this baby before it killed it. So whoever the parents of this kid are need to be immediately fucking stripped of this. And they think those things have like sharp teeth. They can latch onto you, wrap around you, not let go. Like, holy fucking shit. Such a bad parent. Take that kid away, stat. And uh, here's one from me. I already fucking showed that one, so we'll skip that one. And, uh, man, I got to do my support for Bernie Sanders. We got to get Bernie Sanders in office. Fuck Joe Biden. Like, it was between, obviously, Joe Biden and uh, Trump. It got to be Biden. But, man, got to work hard. Got to put Bernie in office. And this is the kind of shit why. Uh, he helped create the crisis, and then he stopped the attacks. The idea that we're looking at a president of the United States who, number one, thinks that a war with Iran is something that might be good for this country. He was just doing a limited strike. Oh, just a limited strike. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I just didn't know that it's okay to simply attack another country with bombs. (laughs) Get him, Bernie. Stupid internet. Just a limited strike. That's an act of warfare. The war in Iraq, Margaret, was a disaster. I believe from the bottom of my heart that the war war with Iran would be even worse, more loss of life, never-ending war in that region, massive instability. So I will do everything I can, number one, to stop a war with Iran. You know, let's remember what we learned in civics, you know, when we were kids. It is the United States Congress under our Constitution that has mm-hmm. war-making authority, yep. not the President of the United States. Mm. Love me some Bernie, dude. How the fuck did this guy not get the presidency the first time? I mean, this shows you how fucked the country is. Shoe on head as the leading speaker for feminist issues. Donald Trump is president and Bernie's nowhere to be found. Fuck this world, right? And man, I was so disappointed to hear this goddamn story. I used to be, growing up, the biggest Michael Jordan fan. Like, I hated basketball, but I would watch every Michael Jordan game because I worship that guy, and he is such a fucking shithead in real life. 
I, hey, I was right? gonna give a homeless guy some money one night, and he smacks my hand. Right. And he says, if he can say, do you have any spare change? He can say, welcome to McDonald's, can I help you? Please? <laughs> Why is that funny? That's not funny or cute or anything. You're a fucking piece of shit, Michael Jordan. You're a piece of fucking... You I have everything. Gonna... Like, you're a fucking billionaire. How are you gonna fucking not let somebody give money to a homeless guy? Oh, my God. Like, and this is a... Let me show you what this other person said about it. I agree with the uh, Blackness Everdeen's take on it. They're like, me, billionaires shouldn't exist. Y'all, black billionaires will save us. Black billionaires like, fuck y'all. I got mine. Fuck all y'all. That's why there should be no billionaires. A billionaire is not a concept that should exist in our society. Nobody should have that much money. Nobody should have that much power. It's like fucking hoarders. It's a sickness. You don't need thousands of times more money than you could spend reasonably in a lifetime. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And, um... Yeah, you can mention that what product you're talking about, Trump. Uh, we know what you're talking about. When asked about Saudi Arabia, President Trump tells Chuck Todd that Saudi Arabia is a big buyer of American products. Uh, yeah, which American product? Might that be again? That means something to me. It's a big producer of jobs. Take their money. Take their money, Chuck. Yeah, Saudi Arabia, who literally murdered an American journalist, and you helped them cover up. Mr. Free Speech. Yeah, let's just sell them all these fucking products. What product is it? Hmm. Yeah, Saudi warplanes mostly made America still bomb civilians in Yemen. That's exactly what's happening here. Donald Trump is selling weapons to Middle Eastern Muslims who murdered a United States uh, journalist, and they are using these weapons that Donald Trump sold them to murder civilians with. That is our president. That's the United States president. And you wonder why we're hated in the world? You wonder why there are terrorists in the world? Who hate our guts? What is it because of our freedom? Do they hate our freedom? Because we're so free in America, they're just jealous? Or could there be another reason? Could it be because our shithole president is literally selling weapons to the people killing them and their children? Just a thought, just a thought might have a little bit to do with it. And uh, now we're going to get into some more religious bullshit. Craziest religious fucking stories of the week. I already did that one, though, so let me move on to the next one. Did you know that if Donald Trump does not win in 2020, Christians will suddenly die? It has to be true because Jim Baker said it. Let's have a listen. Everybody, basically everybody except three people that I know of, said that Donald Trump could not be elected. <laughs> they, they said all the polls say he will not be elected. How come he was elected? Because God's people voted. Right. And the world That's knows right. it. That's right. The enemies of the gospel know it. Okay. And I want to tell you what. I'm going to say something I probably shouldn't say, but I'm going to say it anyhow. Say it. Oh, boy. Because what's coming next, if we keep losing, you're going to see the leaders of the church and the leaders of the gospel and the political conservative leaders that are powerful, you're going to see them suddenly die, mm. suddenly killed, mm. suddenly as they were driving, suddenly as they were in a boat, suddenly mm. in an airplane. You're going to see one after God spoke to me this years ago what would happen near the end. And I believe we're in that time. They're so desperate. This is life and death. <laughs> this so is desperate. the hatred of murder is, is in, the, in the country. So, I, I, I thought at first he was talking about God was going to kill him, but I guess he's talking about Democrats are just going to start killing people on planes and 
I, I, I guess, but good Lord. I mean, fear-mongering at its worst, at its worst, obviously, like this guy's been talking about, oh my God, then times, they're going to happen any second. Now, he's been saying this for 40 fucking years. This is the same goddamn spiel for 40 years. The same shit they taught me from the time I was fucking born. Jesus is coming back any five minutes now. Better prepare yourself. Prepare the house. Prepare the church. Jesus is coming back any second, any second. Year after year after year, I was told this fucking shit. I got so sick of it. And my parents were told the same thing when they were children. And their parents were told the same thing. And their parents told the same thing generation after generation for two fucking thousand years. He's not coming back. Get the fuck over it already. Odds are he never existed to fucking begin with. Morons. And, um... Uh... Let's see what time it is. Maybe I'll save that one. I love this one. God specializes in happy endings. Yeah, he does. The other day, I was getting a massage from God, and he was like, a happy ending? And I was like, yes, yeah, happy ending. I turned over, and God gave me a huge hand job. God's got these big hands, but they're soft, you know, because God doesn't do a lot of work. He basically just makes magic happen with his mind. And so, man, he worked that shaft. He even worked the balls a little bit, and I came harder than I ever came because God specializes in happy endings. Thank you, Lord. Love that shit. And um, I already did that one. Pastor who mishandled abuse allegation also shamed suicide victim from the pulpit. You fucking piece of shit. He gets up there in the pulpit. What Mo did was selfish and sinful, and it was not beyond the saving work of Jesus Christ. All of Mo's sins were just like yours and mine. They were future sin when Christ died on the cross, which means most Mo's last sinful, selfish act was covered by the blood of Jesus. God damn it, fucking preachers, don't do this. Don't goddamn get in front of your congregation and make fun of suicide victims. What in the fuck? How could you guys be worse people? Do you understand the pain the family members are going through? For you to get up on the fucking stage and blame the guy for being selfish and sinful for this is the last thing they need. They need fucking support, dude. Mo had all the weapons available to you, to me, and anyone else to combat the lies of the enemy in that moment. In a weak moment, he did not pick up those weapons. Yep, he was so weak to kill himself. He could have fucking fought, but he wasn't strong enough. This fucking suicidal motherfucker. God damn it, you guys are such scumbags. Anger, anger boiling over, dusty smash. And a new Alabama law allows Christian churches to create its own police force. Because of course it does. What could possibly go wrong? With churches creating their own police forces. What the fuck, dudes? Why in the hell would a church need their own police force? The whole premise, though, raises so many questions. Uh, Why does a church need its own cops? Good question. How many horrible things are happening there? Another good question. Does the state have authority over this police force, especially if something goes wrong? If they do, uh, would they be getting entangled in a church matter? Also a good question. If the police act unlawfully, despite the required training, who has the power to discipline them? Can any religion religious institution demand its own police force one lawyer certainly thinks so do the police have to sign statements of faith pledging their agreement to the church beliefs can citizens challenge what these cops do can they take them to court why can't the church like every other organization just ask for or rent protection when needed how does this impact how pastors handle sexual assault allegations all good questions can you imagine police having their own police force and handling everything internally not having to reply on the regular police. They could just fucking do whatever they want to. And it'd probably be, you know, church and state, separation of church and state. The state can't even come in and do anything because we have our own police force and we can just cover whatever we want to up, do whatever we want to. Man, scary. That's the word I'm thinking of, man. How fucking scary. Like never in our history 
of all the bad shit police have done since the very beginning. I mean, I guess maybe like in the medieval times, police had sort of like a a police force, an authoritarian force to go out there and do their bidding. But it's been a long fucking time since that's happened. Scary as shit, dudes. And uh, conservatives are still freaking out about drag queen story hour, dudes. Literally just drag queens reading stories to children to try to normalize drag queens and make people not hate on them so much. But no, Christians can't fucking have that. You have to hate drag queens just like Jesus would have warned you to. So this guy basically ran into drag queen story hour and tried to fucking protest. They during yesterday's drag queen story hour at the Lexington Park Library in Maryland, an event we posted about earlier this month. Someone was arrested for putting the children in danger. It wasn't a drag queen. Instead, it was Christian protester Ashley K. Morgan, who ran into the meeting room before the event was open to the general public and began screaming, you fucking asshole. At approximately 1.50 p.m., Morgan ran past the check-in table and entered the meeting room. The meeting room was occupied by approximately 50 adults and 25 children at the time. Once in the room, Morgan began yelling and was told to stop and leave by police. As police attempted to arrest Morgan, he ran around the room and continued to yell at people. Morgan was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, disturbing the peace, failure to obey a lawful order, resisting arrest, trespassing, and public agency. Yep, lock that motherfucker up. God damn it, conservatives. What the fuck, man? They're just trying to make kids more understanding. They're just trying to make kids more empathetic towards people that are different than them. They're just trying to end homophobia and hatred towards, you know, I won't say trans people because uh, drag queens are not trans people. But they are, in that vein, trying to open kids up and normalize drag queens and transgenderism and homosexuality and all that. Because it should fucking be normalized because it is normal. It is a normal part of society. And those of you trying to drag us back to the dark ages where it's not a normal part of society, uh, you have to go extinct. You have not evolved, you have not kept up with the current society, and you have to fucking go extinct. That's all there is to that. And this is the story that made my fucking week. God's Not Dead star Kevin Sorbo accused of sexual harassment by actress. Oh my God, wait till you fucking guys see this one. Love it. Kevin Sorbo, the Hercules actor, who has since taken a conservative Christian turn, even playing the atheist professor in God's Not Dead, has been accused of sexual harassment by one of his former co-stars. Remember, I covered him in the last show. He made this tweet. Not one feminist has defended Sarah Sanders. It seems women's rights only mattered if those women are liberal, which is obviously stupid. Feminism is not about letting women do whatever the fuck they want to without criticizing them. It's about holding them to the same exact scenario you hold men to. But uh, here's an actress, Haley Webb, that shot a movie with Kevin Sorbo, who posted this tweet in response to him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I don't think the person who repeatedly tried to pressure his three decades younger co-star into sleeping with him publicly shame her on set when she refused to and insist the director add unnecessary sex scenes between us should be flapping his gums about feminism. Oh my God. Hells yeah. Love that one. Goddamn nailed him. Be careful when you point fingers. You got four fingers pointed back at you, don't you, Kevin Sorbo? Anyway, this girl was in a movie with him called Single in South Beach, who I and no one else has ever seen. But love the fact that she slammed him in public. And, of course, he's like, it used to be you were innocent until proven guilty. But thanks to the Internet, you can say anything about anyone. and It doesn't matter if it's true or not. You are now guilty, period. Hey, it's on the Internet. It must be true. Yeah, you're guilty. I believe her. You definitely try to bang this girl because you're Kevin Sorbo, right? You're so handsome. You used to be Hercules. Fuck you, dude. 
Busted! Love it. Oh my god, did I just shut my fucking goddamn... Fuck my life. Let me see. Apparently, Control-Shift-T opens tabs. Nope, but it doesn't open the... God damn it, it doesn't open the... Fuck my life right now. Doesn't open the one thing I want it to open, which is the bookmarks. All right. All right, life. That's what you want to do? That's how you want to play this? <sighs> Bookmark manager. Look at all my porn bookmarks. Dusty loves porn. Dusty loves porn. Look at all my fucking bookmarks, dude. I'm about to like, do something about this shit, Anna. I got too many fucking bookmarks, I'm thinking. God damn it. Where is it? 37. Hurry up, show. Be better than you're being right now. God damn it. Where is it? Where is it? 37, where is it? There we go. Boom, 37. Got it. Worked it out. Ha ha. I'm good at this. All right. Next up. Click on it, bitch. All right. Next up. Um, all right. One more story. Got the last story of the night. So this is your last chance to do the super chats. Get your super chats in while you fucking still can, dudes. Super chat. Let me read some of the regular chats and then I'll cover the last story of the night. Uh, flawless victory. She deserved it. Don't know what you're talking about, but... He lost his damn mind. You guys must be talking about the guy beating up the girl. I'm not sure she deserved that. Maybe. But that seemed a bit excessive. Boomer Dusty. Hells yeah. Boomer as fuck. Even though I'm Generation X or Degeneration X. Remember that? That was awesome. Y'all kind of strikes again? Hell yeah. Y'all kind of all over Mississippi. I know all about that. Hercules is not dead. God's not dead. No, he is not. He is alive. Uh, I hear Sobo is a real piece of shit. I hear the same. Let's see, not bashing drags, but if I walked in and saw a clown book reading it, I'd run because I don't fuck with clowns. Okay, well, you're a dumbass, aren't you? If you're that weak and much of a snowflake, then that says more about you than anybody else. Grow the fuck up, dipshit. And uh, let's see. Any more, any more, any more. Anybody saying anything directly to me? Uh, all right, enough for that. Last chance to say anything to me in the chat if you want to. Two hours and 25 minutes into the show. Looks like it's going to be a two and a half hour show tonight. We're going to wrap this shit up right now with the last story. A Christian preacher. All the Christians are really fucking upset at Taylor Swift. Because Taylor Swift made a song about homosexuality. And God damn it, it's going to destroy all society. So anyway, uh, apparently, uh, Taylor Swift's going to be killed by God because of this song. Let's have a listen. Taylor Swift, most popular female singer in America today, released a song promoting the Leviticus 16 list of abominations, pretty much. And you need to calm down to the name of the song. And uh, she's apparently telling God to calm down about all of his ethical concerns. I don't think it's going to be effective, but that's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. The video is pushing a petition to support the Equality Act, oh which God. is now before the U.S. Senate, so if I'm not right. mistaken. Yep. And uh, it's intended to uh, persecute Christians who don't want to celebrate oh homosexual, heathen <laughs> rites and rituals. The message... It's intended to persecute Christians. Uh, no, it's supposed to protect gay people from you discriminating against them. You know, they're taxpayers. They support the police that protect your businesses. They support the roads that let people get to your businesses. They support the public schools that educate the people that work at your business. And so, yes, you cannot discriminate against them simply because of the way they were born. You fucking shithead. Has nothing to do with being anti-Christian. Has to do with the fact that you guys are goddamn bigots. Is is basically this. We're beautiful and we're right. And those of you oppose this particular 
abomination of the day. You're poor and dumb. True. When man puts himself in a position of power and finds he's making you know forty million dollars a year on his albums, and he's got a little elitism about him, he's th- why, why are you calling her a he? She's not a dude. Thinks he can shake his fist against God and against his anointed all day long, and he can't get you at you. But in the words of Johnny Cash, you can run on for a long time. You can run on for a long time. But one of these days. God will cut you down. Yep. One of these days. One of these days. God will cut you down. Yep. You're going to die, Taylor Swift. One of these days, you're going to die. Unlike everybody else who has ever lived on the face of the planet, you're going to die, dude. Now, this dude, me, I'm going to live forever because, like, I don't go against God. And so I'm going to have an eternity of life. But you, Taylor Swift, God going to cut you down. But nope. No God exists. No fear, Taylor Swift. You keep doing what you're doing. Love me some Taylor Swift. Hell yeah. I just shake it off, shake, shake it off. I go out on too many dates. That's what people say, and I can't make them stay. That's what people say. I don't go fuck. I just shake that shit off. And uh, anyway, that's fucking it, dudes. Let me do the uh, final super chat, and then we'll end the show. Let's see what else we got in the super chats. Um, James Dagman, dollar. Thank you, James. Von Tux, like that name, five dollars. Why would I torment myself with the shoe on head video? I, well, I mean, like I said, I think it's interesting. Even if you don't like shoe on head, it's very interesting to see how we got to where we are now with this uh, hyper partisan hatred towards feminism. This narrative that feminists are evil man haters that just are completely irrational and uh, unreasonable. It's interesting to see how this narrative got spread and how people like Sheldon Head became so fucking famous by spreading lies and demonization that so many people who saw her videos right now still think, you know, so many people who watched her lie about those feminists who never said the things she claimed they said, they have no idea she was lying. And uh, it's interesting to me. I think it needs to be pointed out. D-Dog, 2015, $10. I don't get why America hates Iran so much. It has a, an elected government with a theoretic side to it. It's basically the Muslim version of the United States. Yeah, they basically are very similar to the United States, except, you know, we're Christian and they're Muslim. And if you ask Christians, that's totally fucking 100% different in every way. But it's not. I mean, it's different in some ways, but it's very similar in a lot of ways. And oh, God damn it. Only hypocrites can't see that. Thank you for that, D-Dog. Appreciate that. Arguably, 199, you're the only YouTuber who deserves my super chat. Well, thank you very much. I totally agree, and you're an amazing person. I got uh, 100 rubles. Is that what it is? Awesome. Never had any rubles before. Thank you, uh, Ilya Konev. Here's some rusky rubles for you, Dusty. Woohoo! You just popped my ruble cherry. You rock, man. To tell you to think thrice before pushing commies. Was born in the USSR. I know this stuff. Won't work, man. Okay. I don't really think I push commies, do I? I'm a uh, social democrat, which is a form of capitalism. Now, it's not laissez-faire capitalism. It's a form of very, very heavily regulated capitalism like they have in Sweden. Um, but, yeah, it's not communism, so I don't think I push communism too much. But thanks for that. Appreciate that. I don't know how much 100 rubles is, but I'm going to assume it's $10,000, and I love you. D-Dog, 2015, $2. End times in super slow motion. Yep, I wish it would hurry up and get here already. It sounds exciting. H.S. Ross, $10. Thank you for the burning segment. He would have crushed Trump in 2016. Yep, that's exactly right. That's kind of why, like, I wasn't a big Trump supporter or anything, but that is why for, like, two months 
I did lean towards Trump a little bit over Hillary just because I was so butthurt about how they treated Bernie before I snapped out of it and realized Hillary obviously is gonna would be a much better president than Trump. So, yep, agree. They should have picked Bernie. Would have saved us a lot of fucking headache in the long run. But, oh, well, what you gonna do? Reality is a bitch. In the primary, too many Dems were afraid to push for populist economics. Hopefully, we have learned to instead fear empty criticisms. I know what you're saying. Yep, hopefully we've learned our lesson now. We shall see, but I still think Biden's probably going to get the nomination, and I'm very, very sad about that. Fuck my life. D-Doc says $15. Police came about during the Industrial Revolution to suppress workers' movements without killing anyone, which would have created martyrs. Okay. I don't know anything about that. Obviously, I think a police force is necessary because we need somebody to uphold laws and protect citizens, but I definitely think it needs to be completely revamped in just about every way it can be. Agree with that. Beast Nation 2009, $10. Conservative Christians see schools get shot up and don't bat an eye. Conservative Christians see people in drag reading to kids and they lose their goddamn minds. Exactly. You know, they see Donald Trump defend Saudi Arabia when they come over and when they come over, but I guess he was over there in uh, Turkey and they murdered a United States journalist. He uh, completely let Erdogan get away with coming to the United States and beating up First Amendment protesters on U.S. soil, did nothing about it. You know, he uh, sells weapons to Saudi Arabia, gets many people killed, reverses environmental protections that could lead to the destruction of all planets. Conservatives, nothing. Complete fucking cricket. Silence. But goddamn, a fucking drag queen goes and reads books to children. Oh my God, the world's ending. Can't you see? This is why there's fucking hurricanes and shit. It's because of the gays. No, dude. It's because of the global warming. It's because of the fucking greenhouse emissions and the cow farts. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. H.S. Ross, $2. Church with private army equals ultimate republic fantasy. Yeah. And it's my ultimate nightmare. Holy shit, dude. Beth Houghton, 399, says nothing. Thank you, Beth. Very kind. Appreciate that. Clear singularity, $20. Skepticism has been co-opted by right-wing grifters. Yes. I've been talking about this for three years. been calling it out. Absolutely true. They can't create anything on their own without being shunned. So they leech onto anything popular to try and spread their ideology. Yep. And they have all the money. So, like, when somebody donates to you, like they did JF Garrett, pay $25,000 in one donation. You're like, yep, I know what I'm going to be talking about for the rest of my life. I know where the fucking money is. White supremacy, race realism, fuck the brownies. So, yep, I totally understand why they do this, but it's because they're giant pieces of money-hungry shit. Corey Davis, stand up, $2. Dusty, how do you deal with your aunt roasting you? Um, I made fun of her. I made fun of her back. I actually made a public example out of her. Like, she... Sent me that letter, and I made a public example of her, and then another aunt sent me another letter, and I went on NapCon, and I read her letter publicly, and I made a fucking public example out of her, and neither one of these two people fucked with me ever again. In fact, my Aunt Susie, who wrote that letter about me that you're talking about, um, I bought her an RV that she now lives in. Um, it's a nice RV, really nice RV, that her and her son live in, and I'm actually real close friends with her now, and she loves me to death because, obviously, I bought her the house she lives in, and uh, I support her and, and protect her. She's, she's under my wing. And we got over it. But how we got over it was because I made an example out of her and told her, don't fuck with me. And she learned. She stopped. Thank you for that. Uh, That preacher better have hair reaching his butt. I'm not really sure which preacher you're talking about. Hmm, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember, but I just agree. Thank you, D-Dog. Appreciate that. And the last one, not my real name. Hey, thanks for being a feminist. Hey, no problem. Like I'm, I'm not like the most feminist person in the world but like i've read a lot of feminist philosophies and i grew with it a lot and i try to take up for them when they're being unfairly demonized so i guess that does make me a feminist and i'm you know i'm fine with that 
uh, I support women's rights, and I think there are a lot of things that women are going through still in Western society that they need to overcome and they need help with, and I'm totally willing to stand by them and be an ally. So appreciate that. Let me read a little bit of the chat before I end the show, see if there's anything in here. Um, I think the Saudi Arabia thing is bigger than Trump. It's bipartisan extraction of resources. Okay, well, maybe, but he's the one in charge doing it and shit, so. Uh, 25000 to Jeff Garapay. Is that for real? Yes. Uh, Jeff Garapay got a $25,000 donation from Jeffrey Epstein, who is in jail right now because he ran a pedophile island. Literally, he is a pedophile who was super rich, and he flew all these young girls to his pedophile island so that all these rich, old, disgusting men could have sex with him, and he got put in jail. Before he did, he sent a $25,000 donation to J.F. Garipe, because, yeah, that's exactly the type of people that support J.F. Garipe, pedophiles who on pedophile islands. Sigh. Definitely, definitely, definitely the way to go if you want to make a lot of money and become a conservative commentator. Um, have you had a friend in conflict because of their sexual versus their religious beliefs? Any advice for helping a person like this? Have you had a friend in conflict because of their... Oh, you mean it like I have a Christian friend who's gay but feels bad about it? Um, my sister's gay. My sister grew up Christian, but I think she like gave up religiousness well before she actually accepted her homosexuality. So, not really. I don't really know uh, any gay people who are Christian. But my advice would be to watch all the atheist videos you possibly can. Realize you've been brainwashed by religion and get out of it as soon as you fucking possibly can and understand like. Just be yourself. Be whatever makes you happy. It's not a sin. There is no such thing as sin. And anybody who doesn't accept you for exactly who you are, cut them out of your fucking life until they do. You know, make an example out of them. Anybody that doesn't need you, you don't need them. And uh, just learn to love yourself and, and, and live that way, and you'll be fine, in my opinion. Um, we are all technically feminist. Uh, okay. I think probably most people would say they're feminist according to the dictionary definition if they could. Uh, the right are cool with pedo islands started by conservatives, but what about Pizzagate? Yep, I mean, they almost never talk about the Catholic Church, right? They always never talk about all these Christian conservatives I cover week in and week out who are raping kids all over the fucking place. Instead, they point out conspiracy theories that are simply not true to try to paint the other side as some kind of pedophiles. So it just shows you they don't have a lot of stand on. They're just hypocrites. They do anything to distract the other side, and they project. The same people who said Trump would never open concentration camps are now asking, are these really concentration camps? True story. Thank you for that, D-Dog. Absolutely right. Scary time to be alive. Cult of Dusty would be better if Bernie labeled himself as a social democrat. He only gives red meat to the idiot right by having the evil socialism word in his description. I, I sort of agree. Like, I understand what he's doing. He's like, if you're just going to call me this, I'm just going to take this word, use it for myself. It's like calling the black person an N-word and then saying, I'll just take it and I'll reclaim this world, this word. If you're going to call me a socialist, I'll just spin it around and use it as a good thing. So I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, yeah, probably if he just came out as a social democrat, which is what he is, you know, it would be more accurate and less confusing. So it would be easier for me, people like me, to defend him. But I understand both sides of it. Um, you should do Sugar Tits next. That's Baring's girlfriend. All right, maybe I'll check into some of those videos. I'm going to start looking back at some of the videos the anti-HDW has put out over the last couple years to kind of show you the guys how they lied and misled us to get to where we are. I think that's an interesting subject to cover. So I will be doing more of that in the future. Um, let's see, make sure I didn't miss any super chats before I leave. Mm, nope, I think I got it. All right. That's the end of the show, dudes. I sure appreciate it as always. If you like the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. 
$439. We get to $1,500. We still got a long way to go. If we get there, I'm going to do a third show in the week, probably on Wednesday, probably earlier for my UK audience. So if you want to see that, please consider supporting me. Even if you don't want to see that, please consider supporting me because we need to support LeftTube and the leftist podcasters. Got to support the art you like or it goes away. Love you guys so fucking much. I will be back Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Until then, seriously, fucking thank you guys for tuning in. I love you guys so much. The support means so much to me. I'll see you guys soon. As always, till next time, logic. Say it with me. Fuck yes. Bye, dudes. Thank you.